Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat Parade Radio has a begun. I am Gabriel Morenci. Kicking it with the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Monday Night Football, Pittsburgh Steelers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can the Fitzmagic continue? Time will tell. Tiger Woods reclaims his magic. Oh, the redemption story. Tiger. Tigers won. I go 7-2 yesterday in the National Football League. And uh, I leave uh, the studio last night, and uh, my Twitter's blowing up uh, with people telling me, I told you so, Marenzi. I told you so. He won once in five years. That's not telling me so. Not to mention... Uh, that he needs to win a major, win a major. Nice story. Tiger Woods wins, but uh, you know, let's. I'm not going to uh, fall in love uh, with Tiger Woods because of the comeback. The raging redhead Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? Hey, buddy. How you doing, Marenzi? I don't know where you are right now. Not sure what city, but yeah, you, you said it. Man. <laughs> you said it. Great day gambling in the National Football League yesterday. I just wish I did one thing. I wish I smashed the Lions money line. But great way to end the night too taking uh, over some accounts, building them. Great call by you. Good stuff in the Super Contest at 4-1, and one, and I'm with you. It's the Tour Championship, 30 players, and I'll tell you something. The big guys rolled over for Tiger. Pathetic performances by the guys at the top. He shoots over par to win. I will give him credit. It is a great start. He's had a nice comeback to the season the last five or six events. Let's see if he can do it next year in full field events, and you said it, the most important thing, majors tell me how we're going to do in major win an open championship win a u.s open a pga and the good news for him is courses he likes pebble beach he's won there before by 15 strokes in 2000 and uh you know royal port rush too another course that he's done well on so no excuses next year but a nice story morency but i care more about football right now it's football season let's hit some more winners yeah listen i'm not um yeah great 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 performance by tiger and the guy clearly is on his way back uh, right yeah. now. It's a special sure moment. People that follow golf love this stuff. You know, you're a hardcore golf guy. You don't drink the Tiger Woods Kool-Aid. You know, the, the thing is, it was a, it's great. Uh, hey, he's played good golf. Yet, you know, I, my whole deal is just people telling me to suck it and screw it. Like Tiger yeah. Woods has like reclaimed his, his crown or something like that. He won a tournament. All right, good. He won a big time tournament. I'll give it to him. But you and I never said he was never going to win again. Now, I did say, oh, he'll win one of these, you know, shell opens or just, you know, one of these whole hump PGA open. events. Yeah, you know, he, so he wins, yeah. he wins a pretty big one. But like I said, Cam, it's been five years before people start uh, telling me to, you know, suck it and Tiger this. You know, I got called out by, uh, by, uh, by a national website last night because of Tiger Woods. They yeah, took some tweet of mine from two years ago saying that yeah. Tiger Woods is done. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Marenzi, look at this. You're getting called out. Same jackasses that called me out for the Dodgers losing in Game Seven, and I mocked them. And uh, in a World Series, so freezing cold takes have been waiting to get me. Cam, yeah. that's 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 my life, Cam. 
I leave metal. I'm fighting with uh, you know, the band all weekend, or at least you know, members of the band. And uh, you know, long, long weekend, long week of music, and you know, shows, podcasts, recording sessions. Go seven and two. Figure, hey, I'll see you on Twitter. Hey, Marenzi, you're the best. You go seven and two instead. Yep. Hey, Marenzi, look, you're getting ripped over here on these sites because Tiger Woods won. It's like really. Yeah. Guy wins once in five years. I'm getting called out. <laughs> it's you're, not the only, you're not the only guy, Marenzi. I don't tweet as much as you, but I got a few suckets from our friends and, you know, screw you type of thing. Yeah, people are really like when they get into Tiger, it's almost like you picked on a member of their family. They're taking it pretty hard. And you know what? To what we've said, though, for the last, uh, you know, four years and 11 months, we've been right. The comeback has been slow. He was very disappointing, like out of the gate. We, we were like, unlike the popular opinion, saying, oh, he's magically going to reclaim it. It's taken five damn years. It's half a decade. We'll see what happens next year as i said it's a nice tournament 30 guys tour championship some of the best but some of the best rolled over on sunday too let's just remember the guy bogey two holes down the stretch too and barely hung on to win if billy horschel or any other guy made a run and played good golf we wouldn't even be talking about this it's a good story you said it he gets things done this is a nice lift for the usa in the Ryder cup too looks like they got goonered on the plane there. they're all wearing sunglasses they must have just got absolutely torqued but uh the tournament doesn't start till uh, friday in france so we'll see what happens and this will give Europe some motivation too because all you're hearing is tiger 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 I bet there's some guys over at the other side of the pond that wouldn't love anything more than to kick the USA and Tiger's ass yeah you know what and uh, we'll check in on the line of movement throughout the week on this because especially with Tiger winning now Cam he's just so big I mean it's amazing isn't it that the guy let's let that's one thing that amazes me you know I don't want to. Uh, I'm, we're not turning into this into the tiger, no. the tiger bash uh, fest or anything nope. like that. There's nothing really to rip. My whole deal is, you know, the guy's a jerk. <laughs> like that's that's my thing. So I'm not buying this. Oh, this is a great you know story of redemption and everything else in between. He's a golfer who's an asshole who won a tournament, and you know, people. It's amazing to me. And a great example is like Bill Belichick. Like, you know, there's a, there's a little mini video of Bill Belichick, like, blowing off a couple of kids last night that, you know, just tried to get a high five from him. Yeah. He just sort of looks at them like Darth Vader and, like, screw off. <laughs> and, you know, I tweeted out, like, the yeah. guy's just a jerk. Yeah. I mean, he's a great coach, but he's a jerk. Let's just call yeah. it out for what it is. And it's amazing to me how people will openly support jerks, Ken. It's like, oh, it's a great comeback. It's a great comeback from what? From cheating on his wife and banging a bunch of, a bunch of porn stars? It's a great comeback from what? Popping a bunch of oxy content and crashing a car into a tree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Running yeah, away from your ex with a well, she had a golf club, a fire yeah. hydrant. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of it's instances like, there. And great point. Like other people, other people, like other people would have went to jail basically, you know, for yeah. driving under the influence. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. Tiger, what a great story, and he's crying, and it's like, yeah, whatever, man. You know, the the guy's just another jerk athlete, but for some reason it was Tiger. But I can't. Um, you can't dispute it, though, Cam. When you look at, I haven't seen the TV ratings, but I'm sure they're massive. And yep. you know, I was ta- I was talking with Carton this morning, and and he brought up the fact that you know even he switched over for the football to watch what was going on with Tiger because he thought it was more entertaining and just more better story than what was going on in the National Football League. And I see the masses, Cam, of people following Tiger. He really is like the most popular golfer still, isn't he? To this day, like he just oh, is. There's not one guy that's even close that has a gallery or or nope. just any of the insanity like he does. 
it's not debatable. Rory's not close. People think Phil's popular. Are you kidding me? Tiger was like Jesus yesterday. He parted the you saw it, Gabe. He parted the fairway. Yeah. Like they had to get they had to get a spotlight <laughs> when you're watching the highlights to find him in the crowd. I'm surprised some guy like in Happy Gilmore didn't give him the old shank there because that was actually a dangerous situation. They had more people than uh, security that, that that was out there to protect them. But, but you know what's amazing, is, Cam? It's like yep. they're so devoted. It reminds me actually of sort of like Trump. And the and the uh, like the Bible Belt and stuff. Yes, like the same type of people that you know think if you commit adultery, you're going to hell, and just everything else. It's like they love this guy, and it's like you know he cheats on his wife all the time, right? You know he's a multiple adulterer. You know, like Donald Trump's never read the Bible in his life, Cam. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. People on the right love him. Like I'm talking about the you know the right wing Bible. Baptist, like hardcore preacher type crowd, they love the guy. Anyone else would be like, he's a sinner, but they love the guy. And it's, you know, it's sort of, there's some people that are just so, so popular or so just big, larger than life, that it doesn't matter what they've ever done, that they're going to, they just are who they are. And Tiger's like that. You know, Tiger Woods, the most popular golfer of all time. I don't think he's the best golfer of all time. Uh, you know, Jack's the best, Cam. Yeah, it's just, it is. You can't, you know, he won the most. And it, you look at Jack. When did Jack yeah. win his first tournament? In like 1962 or something like that? The guy, yeah, you know, yeah. the guy won a Masters in the 60s, and then the guy won a Masters again in the 80s? Like, don't That's tell me the he's the best. It's the simple. That he's Masters, the best. remember, Tiger Woods is my, you know what I mean? He's 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 uh, he's my age. He's exactly the same year. When Jack Nicholas won that uh, Masters, what was he, 46 years old? That's insane. That's three more extra years. Like he was wearing, you know, the rock, rock and the Sansa belt, tight slacks, nailing putts. Like that was crazy. So we can we could talk about Tiger Woods. And yes, he will go down as maybe the sec, second best. Some people will argue the best because of the players today. Well, Jack had to compete with Lee Trevino, Tom Watson, a lot of good golfers back then too. There were there were a lot of characters back then, but very good characters. Johnny Miller. There were guys that were excellent, excellent golfers. Right. So. It's just one of those things, Brad. So you said it, man. Like I, I don't know, I don't know where, where, how do you equate this time frame and this time frame? But I will say this: Jack Nicholas has three more majors. Sam Snead has two more victories at 82 to Tiger's 80. So you know what? Hey, man, this guy's healthier now. Let's see what happens next year. You know what I mean? It's a positive spin. And the, the best thing about Tiger Woods in golf is he puts money in everybody's pocket. Like that's exactly. why. Like I was, I was watching Justin Rose and Rory. I'm like, so you guys are out there shooting. Yeah, but what, once again, please. Like, what are you once doing? Again, what are you doing once you know? again it's very similar to donald trump you know it, once again he brings numbers right so it's tiger woods yeah. they're gonna big the tiger woods media story up because it's massive for them the ratings spiked like they you know it's probably like six yep. times higher numbers when tiger's doing well so they're gonna sell this tiger story because it sells golf uh for them uh, it's a great way listen it's a great way to end the golf season i guess it just comes down to it you and i are tiger haters aren't we <laughs> that's what this, i don't know like, actually, if anyone listen what, to this segment we're not a ti- we're not tiger haters. I'm just not going to be like everybody else. And I was watched a lot of media reports yesterday. I watched a lot of different stations, Marenzi, uh, when I was watching the Lions Patriots game, and everybody was just a BJ for Tiger. Like you know what I mean? Hey, I'm going to give him credit where credits due. The stuff he's overcome with the injuries and the back fusion, that's amazing. But I'm not just going to go over, roll over, and say, oh, the best of all time, whatever. There's still work to be done, right? You got not three to mention. Do you think he took steroids? To I do. I oh, do. I agree. I, I agree 100%. That's another I thing. Do. I, no, yeah. Nobody's body. Nobody's body. We're not idiots. Nobody's the body. The guy's in worse shape from... than Brett Favre. Like, Brett Favre's in the same shape, and he played quarterback in the NFL for 20 it, years. Brett Favre's like his body, like Tiger. 
Like, yeah. I'm not disputing Tiger's messed up, and I, I, I believe it. Like, the Tiger fought through a lot of pain, and he his did. back was messed, and his ligaments, and his, his elbow, and all this, but it's like Eric Gagne. Your ligaments were messed up because you did so much juice, and you tore it. You know, the violent torque of your, your pitch, it's the same thing. Tiger's violent torque of that swing and the roids, that's what, you know, caused a lot of these injuries. And that's another thing. He got a total free pass for that. You know, no one ever calls him out. I've been in nope. a doctor's office. Why would Tiger Woods go to a doctor at a strip mall next to the airport in Toronto? Come on, man. Like, let's be real here. <laughs> with, with, with the characters on the wall that have all been like, linked to steroids. It's not, it's not pictures Look, of like, the doctor got busted selling steroids. I know. Like, I know. like we don't have guy, to be an investigative journalist here. Yeah, I'm not a snitch. So I sat on this yeah. for years because yeah, I went in course. there and I was like, yeah, I was like, right, I'm not going to say anything. I know the guy here. And, you know, but that guy's been busted. It's public now. So, yeah, me, me and Cam know, you know, we knew these guys that, you know, would know doctors like this. So, I'm with a buddy once, and the guy tells me, i got to stop off at my doctor's office for a minute. And I'm like, really? And the guy's, yeah. like, pulling us into, like, this, like, sort of, like, strip mall, like, you know, in an industrial part of town. I'm thinking, what kind of doctor do you have, dude? Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> and he's like, this doctor is the best. He does all the biggest names in sports. <laughs> and I'm thinking, it's kind of weird. Yeah. So then and he tells me, he goes, yeah, if you know what I mean, you know, he, uh, he helps, help, helps athletes. So I go into the place, and it's like this sleazy sort of office. I look up on the wall, and there's, like, picture of Peyton Manning, yeah, picture Barry of Dan Bonds. Marino, yeah, Barry Bonds, Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Basically, every, every athlete that's ever been accused of using steroids. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, like, why do you put these people's pictures up on your wall? Yeah, like, why would – and there's a big thing, Tiger. Thanks for the help, Anthony. <laughs> it's like a picture of Tiger Woods. And I'm thinking Tiger's like a billionaire. The guy's like eight hundred million dollars. He's living in Florida. Like, why? Why is he coming here? Like, I, you know, that and you see Dr. Anthony Galea arrested at the border. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So I'm sure Tiger, people? sure Tiger yeah. Cab, just you know, he went all the way to to Mississauga, Ontario, near the airport, because oh. this yeah. this doctor was just quite frankly the best, Cab. You know, yeah, he was yeah, the like best. Like Dr. James Andrews, Gabe, the one and only. There's no other buddy from his class yeah, who but that, got the well, same mark. Guy, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, Dr. That guy's James in Andrews. Alabama. That, yeah, that's what always <laughs> freaked me out. The, the biggest sports surgeon. Well, he's, yeah, listen, we're doctors, Dr. James Andrew. Yeah, he's not a steroid dealer. <laughs> no, he's not. I just wondered. But I always though, wondered, like, is he like the class, only doctor in America? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, you so can't like, tell oh, me Dr. Sammy James Sosa's Andrews didn't hurt. have a buddy. Yeah. Tim Smith, who who got the same marks in school, who did the same stuff. Like, you tell me there's not another guy in his class who's Dr. James Andrews? I always wondered about that. So there's no other guy. It's like a restaurant. It's the only burger place. He's the only guy you could go to. It's like, it's so stupid. It's like, oh, yeah, so I don't understand that either. Because yeah. like you said, it doesn't matter what team you're on. You could be it's in New York with guy. the best doctors in the world or Los Angeles with all <laughs> the money and stuff. It's yeah. like, listen, you Yusuel you Puig, you got a bad elbow. Listen, man, uh, we're sending you to Alabama. <laughs> you yeah. got to go see this guy, Dr. James Andrews. Andrews. It's like he's the only doctor in America, James Andrews, <laughs> that like they trust around an athlete. I know. It's so ridiculous. It's so imagine Dr. J Imagine how rich Dr. James Andrews oh, is. He's oh, yeah, you're right. He just like, imagine it. his schedule. He's probably booked for the next three months. 
three months. I think he's booked for the next. He's he's like he's like the British Open game. Ten years, maybe. Like every you think I'm busy. Every big like guy. every oh, yeah. every minute of this guy's day is probably scheduled. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Seven fifty. I'm I'm hooking up with yeah. Bo Jackson to check out Same. his knee. Yeah. I got Tom Brady coming here at six a.m. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, go down unless Sidney Crosby's here at noon. Yeah. You know, Sorry, it's like Brian, one Brian Bosworth. I couldn't slip you in. I'm a little bit busy today. Oh, okay, don't worry, don't worry, James. We'll, we'll I'll catch you. Yeah, no, it's 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 unbelievable stuff, Morenz. You're right. I just can't believe that there's no other doctor that could do the same job. But hey, what a life, Doctor James Andrews. I've always wondered too. It's like, hey, Doctor James Andrews, you're the biggest sports doctor in America. Like, why are you still in Alabama? <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah, why did you go to New York or Los Angeles? Why are you staying in Bama? Doesn't make much sense. Maybe you yeah, like you figure, Doctor. If I'm Doctor James Andrews, uh, you're a Southern guy. Set up shop yeah. in Miami. You know what I mean? <laughs> Set up shop, Doctor James Andrews, sports medicine. Where, where are you, Stewart Red What Red Heat Rage Radio? It's a mystery. Oh, okay. Game time decisions continues. We'll tell you on the other side. <laughs> Misty. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. I am Gabriel Berenzi, kicking it live in Toronto. Whoa. Toronto <laughs> right now for the next, uh, yeah, couple for the next uh, couple of days. Yeah, today and tomorrow, we were going to tell you, hey, we should uh, reunite and do the show uh, live together. But you've got the gear all set up. Maybe we can set something up for tomorrow when you don't have to leave uh, for, for 6 o'clock. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. Tomorrow we're closing Morenci Sports uh, Studios for real. So uh, the, the last day we're we're out Wednesday morning. Oh, it's it's, so so it's official. Got to get everything out. Yeah. Landlord there. I got the a lot key. of problems. Probably yeah, I've got over. a lot of problems. I yeah, I lost the key. That's like one problem. Uh, eh, th- those keys aren't. Th- she, th- th- no, I I love these landlords too. They're probably going to gouge you. Oh, it's on a special fob key. Yeah, seventy five bucks plus uh, whatever. I I I know I know what's going down here tonight. Uh, don't get fleeced, yeah, Moretti. Yeah, Stand up for yourself. <laughs> I hate that crap. Nah, I remember I lost Lisa's fob. I like probably, seven, listen, five I'll be, bucks. I'll be honest with you. Like I don't plan on seeing her. It's going to be one of these deals yeah. where I sort of get, get it out, out, and then I send. Yeah. Then I sell the. I send the old text. All right, thanks for everything. You know, doors open. You know what I mean? Like, see you later. Like, and then that's that's my famous move. All right, like I I get out. and I just sort of send a text. Thanks for everything. See ya. So. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, we're in Toronto. We're at the world-famous Metalworks uh, Studios uh, this weekend. One week of uh, rehearsal. Well, five days of rehearsals, then three days of recording. And uh, we got quite a bit done, uh, Cam. There's still more work to be done. You know, it's not easy to do a heavy metal record in a week, right? Starting from scratch. Like, we wrote these songs. Like, there's, like, five new songs, six new songs, all new material for the most part. And we're in different cities. So we put it together. But it was a pretty intense... It was a pretty intense run, and quite frankly, it's just not easy living with four dudes for seven days like this in a row. You know, nice. especially you out of the blue. Have... I'm not used to this. Yeah, no, no, and you're, you're I'm not. You're like yeah. me. You're like you like to be on your own. You do your own thing. You're on your own program. You got a million shows to do. You can't be hanging around with a bunch of dudes all the time. You got to think about the spreads in the game, the futures, the props, everything that's going on. So you kind of need that zone just to say, "Hey, man, I got to get my football on. I want to watch these games and." Man, it was a crazy Sunday. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like you, you, you need you need your own spot for a while. So it's good that you get away. And uh, hopefully, Gabe. Oh, I we, feel like we, I have uh, tonight. I have, you feel like you're on I vacation. Post, <laughs> yeah, I have post traumatic stress syndrome right now. I got PTSD uh, after hanging with these guys for a week. Like I honestly do. Like I'm rattled. Yeah, like I'm actually like la- last night. Oh yeah, last night after. Um, I I was like, oh my god, I've never like I was like I don't know what I've just been through. Like I had the shakes, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I, I, I hate that. I get the. There was the too. thing is too. So me, me and the guitarist like nearly killed each other a few times, or more more so me nearly killing him. I nearly walked out yesterday. I nearly quit. Like I was gonna leave. I ne- I came this close, and you know me, Cam. Once I would have walked out the door, I would have been real, right. right? So you're not. Coming I was back this either. Oh, I was this close to walking. And, but whatever, it's part of the um, it's part of the musical process, and so the producers there, and things are getting really ugly. All right, in the studio, you know, we're paying big money, and instead yeah. of recording, we're basically fighting and stuff. And so I say, I look over to the guy, and I say to him, I go, "Yeah, I was sorry about this. You know, a little bit of tension in the room, you know." And uh, he starts telling me about all the bands, and he starts laughing, and he's like, "Man." That band started fighting right here. He starts like, basically it happens, Cab. There's fights in studios. You know what I mean? It's a creative process. The tension's high. And sometimes, like, punches are thrown. And he was he was saying, man, he was naming this major band and that major band about how they got in fist fights at Metalworks. And, you know, us is just, you know, par par for the course. So, you know, it's, it's an artistic uh, process. And... There's going to there's going to be dis you know disagreements and arguments, but I don't know if you remember the episode of The Simpsons, Cam. It's a very good one. Remember when Burns wants to uh, build chemistry at the plant? So um, they all go on a retreat. Oh and yeah, and the Burns retreat. End up as teammates. That's, that's right. Where they got to find the cabin. In, <laughs> yeah, they end up in the snow. And they get they get holed in in the cabin. Yeah, Burns and right. uh, and Homer. Cabin and they become fever. buddies. Yeah, then they yeah, go wild on the yeah, end, then they lose their They mind. nearly kill each other. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's great. It's great like they start seeing things. Yeah, you, yeah. what are you going to do about it? You and what? I have powers, political powers, yeah. and Burns sees Homer with Napoleon and stuff. Yeah. So at the end, like, instead of being buddies, like, so um, Burns says at the end, he goes, yep, once you've been through something like that with somebody, and you figure they're going to say you'll be friends forever, right? Yeah. He's like, yep, once you've been through something like that with somebody, you never want to see that person see ever person again. Ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the That's best. the way like we felt like leaving last night. It was yeah. like great job, guys. The record's really, really, really good. But I, you know, 
I don't want to see any of you ever again. It's like one of those, like, it was like smiling, goodbye, take care. Like, I will never see you again type of moments. <laughs> but I will. I know I will. Like, we're stuck. Like, so after all this, and I, I'm telling you, Cam, like, you've seen me mad before. I have. I was I was madder yesterday than, like, anything you've ever seen me. Wow. Like, and way I've past said, anything seen, in sports. Wow. <laughs> like, way past, like, me bitching about, like, people yeah. like, you know, me and all this other stuff at the um, – in Buffalo or – you know what I yeah. mean? Like, way past anything. Like, sheer, like, rage, anger, basically. And um, I had two – I realized I had two two ways to go about this. I could have walked out and been a big, uh, been a big bitch – or I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the vocals right now for these songs in the angriest state that I can possibly be in. And uh, we knocked off vocals for uh, for two songs when I was in a pure rage state, like a pure rage uh, state. And you can kind of tell, like, I can't really sound any more angrier or scarier uh, <laughs> than, than I did. My lungs nearly fell out after the fact. So the vocals were so intense that uh, I was only able to get two, two done because it shreds my voice cam, right? Exactly. It's not easy like to really go for four minutes of extreme metal like that. It kind of sucks. So we're coming back in October, and um, I'm going to have to do like five songs in two days. There's no choice. So I'll take care of my voice for a couple of days, go in there and just do our best, and whatever happens, happens. But... The final product will be done in, like, mid-November. This stuff doesn't happen overnight, right? It's got to be mixed, mastered, and all that other stuff. That takes weeks. Um, there's still more guitar solos to be put on, but it's like building a house, Cam. The house is built. Yep. The foundation A couple built. of rooms. Yeah, a couple of rooms have furniture, but, uh, you know, we got a pool in the back that's empty still. Like, the yeah. pool's there, but there's no water. You know, it's close, though. Like... It went from, hey, where's my house to, oh, wow, this is a pretty nice house when it's finished. It's like that. That's a good way of describing it. So, yeah, no. So, th are those guys back in Kitchener then? And you're, because uh, you needed a break. Are they there? Are they sticking around for a couple days? No. So they go back and do their stuff. So, they're gone. They're out of town now. They go yeah. back to their, their lives. You guys come back in three or four weeks, bang off the rest. Guy mixes it at the at Metalworks, and boom, then you got an album. Yeah, we'll have an album uh, in mid uh, mid November. And, uh, you know, I think it was fitting, actually, because I ran into uh, Ariel. Uh, if you remember Ariel, well-dressed. Remember the slick guy? Yeah, uh, I remember slick Ariel, guy yeah. over at the Fight, Fight Network Fantasy yeah. Network with the blonde yeah. hair. Ariel, yeah, always nice rings and always looks like he's, like, uh, yeah, 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 into yeah, money. Yeah. yeah, 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 he looks rich. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he used to, he he used to really anger rich. him that. Yeah. He used to anger him because I used to tell him that all the time. I go, man, yeah. you look so rich. You got money, don't you? And uh, he was, like, one of the heads. He goes, I know, he goes, I know how much you make. You make more than I do. Stop telling me I'm rich. <laughs> he goes, you're the one that's rich. You just don't let people know. And I'm like, I was like, no, no, you're rich, Ariel. You're rich. And uh, so anyways, uh, Ariel runs uh, that Impact Wrestling now. That's correct. Like, that's, that, that's his deal. And um, I ran into him. I thought it was perfect. He goes, what are you up to? And he goes, I saw on Twitter you're doing some metal thing or something. I said, yeah, yeah, we just finished it. And I said, in fact, I think it would be perfect music for Impact Wrestling. It's a great A couple call. of riffs, man, would be perfect. And uh, he said, hey, yeah, yeah. He goes, we're always looking for, for musical material for, for the programming. 
So, boom. I told him, I said, yeah, if you think it's good enough and you like it, but it will be. It's producing metal work, so it's top-notch quality, uh, top-notch quality production. Like, it'll be able to go on any, you know, like, it's top-notch production. So, that'd be pretty cool, actually. Like, out of the gate, boom. You know, we get some homicide on the wrestling, and my brother's in the video game industry. That's where the money's at, Cam. Like, now video games yep. are like the new radio. Like, all these kids play video games, and all these video games have music on them, right? Like, it says, correct. you know, when you're playing the NASCAR game, the song in the background, it pops up on the screen. Song, Shine Down, you know, whatever band it is. Yeah. And, like, there's a band I know. I know this rapper dude. Man, he got, um, he, he was in, like, Grand Theft Auto or something. Like, I forget which game it was. It was one of the big games. And it was basically, like, half of his song. They paid him for the song, but they used, like, 30 seconds of it in the game. He sold like 40,000 uh, downloads in a week after that game came up. That's awesome. Like 40 out of, out of like the 2 million people who bought the game, 40,000 people bought his song. It's pretty crazy, you know? You said it about video games. Remember our, our buddy Jimmy Koshan, who I used to do, because uh, I'm, I'm doing the Pizzaville stuff tonight. He used to work at AM640. So he took care of his parents while they're getting older, and this uh, kid was like basically like one of his nephews sleeping on the couch. He told me. We used to go out for coffee and, uh, you know, play some ponies. He's like, this kid, all he does is play video games. Talked to me a couple weeks ago, Marenzi. Got a job. I think it might even be in New York City making a couple hundred thousand U.S. playing video games. He's one of, like, the testers now because he's so good at that stuff. That's his job. He plays video games and makes hundreds of thousands of dollars because he's so damn good at it. You said it, man. That's the that's the next wave for these kids. Like you, you, you talked about it. When, even when we worked uh, the esports game and all this other stuff, man. It's just that's uh, what I'm saying. It's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get bigger. You know what a great uh, great job is, Cam. And I saw this the other day um, with the um, the legalization of uh, marijuana oh, yeah. across uh, Canada. Yeah, strain um, connoisseur, I saw, strain tester. Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw a post. Marijuana connoisseurs needed uh, fifty dollars an hour, guys. You got fifty dollars an hour. It's a full time job too. It's not like just oh, we'll give you fifty dollars an hour for a weekend to smoke weed. It's like no, no, it's a full time job. But this is the catch: they max out at a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. So you could potentially make if you're good at it. You can make 12000 a year smoking weed a couple hours a day. <laughs> yeah, it, so it sounds pretty good to me. And think about it, though. Even a couple weeks, you get that extra check for 500 bucks. That takes care of, you know, put some money in some accounts, takes care of bills. Why not? But you, you got to know what you're doing. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's you, gotta, yeah. you can't be, this so, isn't yeah, you like can't be some stooge yeah. who, who's never smoked before. you got to say, hey, that. and that's the thing. You know. You, you know yeah, if you're you some, like, stoner like, playing video games, eating Doritos, and think, oh, I'll show up for the yeah. job. Like, no, no, no it's they're going to show you a it's butt. It's a real job. They're going to show you a butt, and they're going to say, what kind of butt is this? Like, they're going to test you. Exactly. What kind of butt? What kind of butt is this? And then you smoke it. Yeah, what's the – got to be able to tell them, oh, this is like – it's like wine. This goes really well with uh, with fish. This is what you eat with poultry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, to be a wine expert, you need to know this stuff. So, like, for weeds, like, yeah, yeah. this goes well with uh, with popcorn. This goes well. You know, this 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 is what you want to blaze when you're watching a football game. This is what you want to blaze after the game to chill out. You know what I mean? Like, you need to know, like, the different strengths. Exactly. Well, that's the thing. People know, like, if you really want to get high, you got the cushions, and then you got sativas that you can kind of, like, you get high, but you can still, like, you know, clean up your house, like, rearrange your fridge or do some vacuuming and stuff like that. That's the thing. You just can't smoke and go, oh, hey, man, I'm getting out of here. No, that's that's not happening. You've got to be a real connoisseur and get it done. But that's a pretty good gig for some extra uh, extra money and extra dime a month, Marenzi. That sounds like a real winner to me. 
Well, you know what? You know how much I like to work. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Just put Maybe it on I, the yeah, list, yeah, right? <laughs> well, I already, I, I already do it anyways. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, might as well get paid to do it, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah, but you know what? Exactly. If, if I could, if I could work from home, that's great. Imagine like you get to smoke weed and work from home. Yeah, that would be that. Would, that's the dream. Like, yeah, if you don't, like, even I have don't to have go time. To office. Yeah, yeah, I don't have time to go and spend three hours a day with these people. But like, if they just send me the weed, you know, I can send them the commentary. Yeah. No, I used to do that, Marenzi. There was back in the day, I used to go to it. I remember when I was uh, younger, there used to be a place, and basically it was a laboratory, and they'd pay you at the time between 50 and 100 bucks, and then they'd go out, like, basically, I'd try Pop-Tarts, but they weren't like Kellogg's. They're some other, like, no-name brand. How'd you like the crust? Enough filling? Too much? So basically, ding, 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 they did the same thing, yeah, like yeah, chips yeah, yeah, and yeah, chocolate yeah. bars. I made, I made tons of money, and basically, you're just a tester. Like, I'm a food, food guy, they, and they go, wow, you did a good job, and they kept on calling you back, man. Like, that money really came in handy. People don't understand. There's a lot of good gigs like it, that out there, right? There is. And think about there those is. other yeah. clinical studies for do like it too. smoking. Smoking. And, wow, uh, that's, that stuff. That's, those ones, you got to stay in there the for a week. Yeah, yeah, that, Dude, they, you're a guinea pig. Yeah, that's yeah, the one stay with, with us while we hook Gumble. stuff up to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're Barney yeah. Gumble. I got electrodes coming out my head. <laughs> yeah. No, no. He, 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 I'm not doing hey, that. Hey, Homer. <laughs> no. yeah, those, those are the ones you get five to $10,000, but, yeah, this, uh, it, could, it could impact your life for sure. <laughs> I, I know somebody, you know him too, um, and recently, it was about a year ago, they weren't around for like three weeks. And I asked him after, I said, hey, I, haven't, I haven't heard from you. I didn't see you around anywhere online or anything the last three weeks. And he told me, he goes, ah, oh. he goes, I did one of those uh, testing things. <laughs> I said, what testing things? He goes, ah, oh, I lived somewhere for 17 days. And uh, he goes, I had to take like uh, sleeping pills. And so basically like they monitor you, right? So there's pool tables there and stuff. And, but you can't take anything else. So you can't step outside to blaze one or anything, camp, because they need to know like the effects of the drugs they're giving you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. So you're yeah, so you're in a controlled you, environment, correct? Like yeah, you, know, you can't you they, can they, they go, camp. You couldn't go and like all right, you're gonna take the pills and say, well, can I have a beer to watch the game? You can no, watch the game. You can't have a beer because the beer is going to affect your system. They need to see how your system's being affected, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, and he was telling me it's crazy. He goes, yeah, like three times a day, man. They're, you know, blood test and that test, and like that's a nightmare. I don't know. He got like seven thousand or something, but I, I wouldn't even do it for seven thousand dollars to be honest. And um, you know, I had a cool one too. Um, when I was younger, I used to get all those type of hustler sort of slacker jobs. I had a gig camp. It was great. I, I viewed Pepsi commercials. Ooh, amazing! Like so, yeah, and I got free Pepsi. So basically, you sit in a room. And it'd show you a Pepsi ad, and then it'd show you another Pepsi ad. They'd be like, which one do you like better? What do you think of when you see this Pepsi ad? Like, they'd say, like, sort of word association. <laughs> like, name you know, one word when you see this Pepsi ad, you know? You just tell them, that you tell them what they want to hear. You go, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thirst. <laughs> Quenching. <laughs> Delicious. So I would just tell them, oh, I, I like these ads much better than Coca-Cola's ads. You know, like, you basically... <laughs> The so best. they'd be like, are you, are you available for the survey next week? Yes, I am. You know what I mean? Yeah, I am. I get like 50 bucks for an hour, 40 bucks. Yeah, that's awesome. I used to be an extra. Well. I used to be an extra. I used to be an extra in movies, too. That was good. All right. Um, Mike Blewett's going to join us next. We're talking NFL. We promise. Buck Steelers. He's a Steeler fan. Yep. We'll see what his pick is. I know what my pick is. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio. Find out from the boys in the booth. Is Mike Blewett ready to go? Uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. We haven't hit uh, the National Football League. Hard to believe we just went 42 minutes without talking NFL football. <laughs> well, we brought up, we, me and Cam did pat ourselves on the back for giving you as yeah. many winners uh, Good as, as Good we week. did. Good I went 7-2. I went 7-2 and two in college as well. Like uh, posted picks, so fourteen you, and four man. football over the weekend. But like an idiot, I had the Patriots at the back end last night, and that kind of upsets me. But we went four and one in the super contest in Vegas, and uh, we are now nine five and one after three That's weeks. Good. That's not bad. Yeah, because you know, basically, listen. If you go three and two every week, you'll finish in the money. Like three and two every week is sixty six percent. So it's impossible to do almost. People think it's easy to go three and two or. Uh, you know, to hit 65 or 64% or whatever. It's a lot like golf, the tournament. Yeah, the, the super contest like golf, camp. You want to get a birdie and move on. You know what I mean? A birdie yeah. and move on. Three and two, Can't three and two. Can't take a triple. Can't take a triple bogey. No 0-1-5s like or 1-4s will sink your battleship. Yeah, like, you know, it adds up, man. You got to do a little better in three and two, but you go three and two with a couple of four and ones mixed in there. So what I'm saying is, we have 9.5, you know, we're averaging over three three, uh, three wins a week through three weeks. That's good. Like, we're in the mix. You know what I mean? Like, we're we're in the mix. Like, if we can throw another four and one up on the board and then, boom, get into that, you know, 12, 12, five and one territory, um, you know, 13, six and one, et cetera, then, then we're going we're gonna to be off and running. A lot of stuff I want to get to right now. So let's bring in Mike Blewett, one of my favorite guests. I always enjoy working with Mike. I look forward missed him this Sunday. We look forward to getting back uh, next Sunday. Always a pleasure, Mike. How you doing? What's up, fellas? Congrats on the 9-5-1 and one start to Super Contest. That's a really good start. Yeah, it's not bad. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So you know what's not a good start, though, Mike? This is almost embarrassing, and it makes me and all of my fans and the Rageaholics look pretty stupid. Our NFL survivor pool is done. Brutal. 28 people. And Cam, you're in this pool. I know. So do we all split because we all got. (laughs) So what, Cam? Cam, So what, you you had the Vikings yesterday? Did you have the Vikings yesterday, Cam? Yeah. Yes, I did, Gabe. And I have the I had the Bears in one. I'm alive in one. And there's only like so you're a winner. people there left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I, won. I didn't Yay. know how to handle this. So I almost want to ask Mike this, too. I was going to say, how do we handle this? I felt as me as the commissioner, I should just keep the money. Nobody won. Right. Twenty eight hundred dollars. Nobody won. Um but then I was like, okay, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I I'm not yeah, yeah, do that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, um, That's okay. But people are like, okay, let the 12 people replay. But I'm like, yeah, no, they lost. They're out. You're no, out. No, no, no. And secondly, but the thing is, secondly, NFL.com, I set the rules for one is out. Like, everyone's technically been eliminated, according to NFL.com. So basically what we're doing, you're a winner, Cam. You won. It's like a, it's like a golf prize. 12 guys won the 2800 bucks. 
Yeah, so what do we? So we get a couple hundred bucks, right? <laughs> then we'll you get, just you take got, like, it, roll it over into the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I owe you. Plus, I owe you like seventy bucks or something for that Seahawks game. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I, I got. Yeah, I, we'll get I got it all. I got it documented. Don't worry about Marek. Your tab, your tab <laughs> no, safe with me. I'm not going to gouge you. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought but, that yeah, would be the solution, actually. But it what's your solution? Wait, you think Mike, the solution to be move on? I think the 12 people that tied and lost this week play forward another week to keep determining a winner. I'm in a survival no. pool, which is smaller than that, and there was three of us left. All three of us lost. Two of us got banged out on the Vikings. One got banged out on the Jaguars, and we are moving forward to week four. So the three <laughs> of us play again. Yeah, this never happened. Like, I, so I kinda, know what? I should be happy, but I'm with Morenci in this one. If we're all out, we're done. We have to start again. The 12 people yeah, you're get done. paid, you take the percentage, and we roll it again. We're done. Like, the, no one moves on. We're I thought, Cam, so we, we don't, win the pool, we my, win nothing. Don't, right? don't you think my decision was like, listen, and it's a pain in the ass for me. You think I want to send money transfers to 12 freaking people? Exactly. Yeah. Let's like, just that play was my deal. And I'm already like, entry. entry. I think it is equitable. I think it's equitable what you did, I, and I, I don't criticize it in any way. I'm just saying that the other solutions I would have thought of were um, nobody won. Let's start it I over know. again and roll it yeah. back. But the way I would, but I'm, is, I'm not going to lie, Mike. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. That would yeah. that would require me sitting in front of a computer for like 40 minutes resetting things. So I really don't want to do that. You totally know what understand. I did too, Morency? You know what I did? Sorry to interrupt, Mike. I I clicked the bears, right? I click I clicked I clicked the bears, Morency, and then I'm thinking I'm like, nah, you know Minnesota, Buffalo, 17 point spread. I'm like, I don't want to dick around with this thing. If we all advance, we all advance. Like I'm just cringing. Like, watching that Bills game, because you know, Marenzi, I, I, that's, that's the main game on there. I'm sitting there, and these guys are a 10 nothing. Allen's looking like the best rookie ever. They're punching Minnesota. And I'm like, this is, what, what an NFL weekend. If you, if you guys did a money line parlay with Bills, Titans, Lions, Giants, Skins, and Saints, all uh, dogs, five, $5 money line parlay gets you 10783 But wow. obviously, no, we, we, gave, we well, love the dogs this week. We did well, this. but no one could predict that. That's just stupid. Listen to this. At the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, my second home, yep. and I miss everyone down there. Shout out to everyone tuning in from down there. I was getting text messages from people. Where, where, where are you at? Um, get this, guys. You never think people, it shows how many people are betting down there. FanDuel tweeted this out. 42 people, 42 people at the FanDuel Sportsbook bet on the Buffalo Bills to win by 14 or more points at 42 wow. to 1. Wow. Wow, that's, that's 42 crazy. people that just walk in and say, you know what, I'm going to take the biggest spread on the, on, the, on the board to win by 14. And last year, Mike, a guy, a listener of ours, sent a, uh, a picture of his winnings to online. He didn't even send it to us. He was online. It was so impressive, and it turned out he was a fan of ours. And same thing. He won. It was, remember during the football playoffs, Cam, it was the Falcons. It was the uh, Vikings and Eagles in the playoffs. And he basically took like the the under the 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 over in the game and the over in another thing, and he put a hundred dollars on it. And the same thing, he won eleven thousand dollars. And I'm like, how the hell? And it was, he took the prop, pretty crazy, Mike. But he put a hundred dollars on this prop in a parlay that the Philadelphia Eagles would win by twenty seven or more points at like two hundred to one. And they did. They beat him like forty five three or whatever the hell it was. And he won eleven thousand dollars. Like it's if I do that, I go up the Bills and lose, you know. But anyway, so. That that win, guys, yesterday was the biggest upset in the NFL going back since 1985, 1995. The Washington Redskins. Yeah, 
23 years. Cowboys, yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cowboys, Redskins, Mike. Unbelievable. Biggest upset since 1995 yesterday. And a, and an underdog of that uh, level hadn't won a game by more than 14 points, I believe, in over 30 years. So, uh, historically, it is a massive upset. Uh, maybe it speaks to funky lines early Mike, in the season. You but know, the Mike, is, you and I talked about this last week. Yeah. I said to you, remember I told you, it's a week-to-week league. It's just an insane it sure freaking league, man. Those, you, yeah. you said it, Marenzi. I'm telling the guys on the Sunday show, you guys are doing a kick-ass job there, Mike, and I'm on the crew afterwards, Thanks, and I'm, tell, I'm tell, telling these guys because they're more fantasy players about gambling, Marenzi. And I said the same thing. Arizona, watch out for. Detroit, watch out I was out on them. Take, take a look. I was on them. Yeah, so yeah, all the teams that come out and look like junk, absolutely, at home, <laughs> Getting points or, 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 or minus, like Seattle minus one, Arizona plus six, Detroit plus seven. All these things we know week to week to week to week. It's almost like you want to take a team that kind of shits the bed the week before to come out with a better performance next week. And conversely, Gabe, there were stories about guys who were laying $50,000 to try to win a couple bucks on on Minnesota money line. Think about yeah. all the Stooges that do, that, that do the reverse thing and go, oh, this one's a lock. I'm going to put $70,000 yeah. down to win a yeah. couple grand. Well, It's like betting on UConn yeah. women. It's like betting on the UConn yeah. women, and then they lose, and you're out because you yeah. put 30 grand down to try and win 700 bucks. Exactly. And they, get bumped it, they get bumped in the semis. You got to have you you know to at some yeah. point. Look, if you have the leverage and the kind of cash and you can place bets yeah. like that, then Godspeed. I'm not going to criticize you. But when you're yeah. analyzing it, it's just a bad bet every time. There isn't any is. point to put up that kind of money to try to win almost nothing in return because you don't, you're don't. you not aware of injuries that could happen, let alone the fact that Minnesota lays, a lay, lays an egg and Josh Allen actually looks like a legit NFL quarterback. I was with you on Arizona. I didn't really see the Bills thing coming at all, but I never no, no would have laid the, the touchdown uh, with uh if I was on the Bears, I never would have laid that touchdown. And as much as I really did like the Patriots, and I considered them for the survivor pool, uh, I went with the Vikings, so it doesn't matter. My top two picks are out <laughs> based on yesterday. But I never would have laid the seven or seven and a half, depending on what you're getting. I'm never going to do that on the road uh, in very yeah. rare circumstances. And to All right, so point, you know my... Gabe, about these money line dogs, we've been talking about this on the show forever. Like, think about it. So. You're not just covering spreads. Titans, plus 350, they win outright. Detroit, plus 260, win outright. Giants against Houston, we'll get, we'll get to the Texans there. Like, that's the thing, Gabe. I'm taking these units down. We talk about it. Not just taking the points, but taking a percentage of the bet on the money line to really maximize payouts, buddy. We've been talking about this for a while. It's time to put it into practice a little bit more. One of my favorite, um, one of my favorite follows, and we've had him on the show actually here before. He's, he's a good guy too, is, uh, is David Purdom. From from yep. ESPN, he's their the ESPN gaming uh, gaming columnist, and he does great recaps of the weekends, etc. And let's just do a quick check uh, here. So um, yeah, but Will Hill, Will Hill took an eighteen thousand dollar money line bet on the Minnesota Vikings to win one thousand dollars. <laughs> um, another guy walked in, a uh, guy walked into the Superbook uh, Sportsbook in uh, in uh, where the contest, the Westgate. Somebody walked in, bet $9,000 on the Vikings to win the game outright. The profit, $450 only. Terrible. He risked $9,000. Like, that's just stupid. Like, what's the point of that? Uh, like, what, you know? Like, dude. Yeah. Um, MGM says it's their yeah. big, biggest win, biggest win so far. Uh, South Point in Las Vegas took two people, bet $1,000 on a Buffalo Bills money line. 
two separate people. One guy got it at 1200 another guy got it at 1100 Wow, so they won $12,000, $11,000. Get this unbelievable. 255 people bet the bills on the money line at, uh, at Will Hill overall. We told you about 42 people at FanDuel in New York bet the bills to win by 14 or more. Uh, DraftKings in New Jersey, excuse me, New York, New Jersey, they got tagged. They had the Bills up 17-0 at, at even, and people bet the Bills and beat them. Um, we never talk about uh, uh, Mississippi, Harris Gulf Coast camp. we got to go down there to Biloxi in yeah, Mississippi. That's Sports like betting down there. Sports betting yeah. and riverboating. Yeah, right up my, they had their my big, wheelhouse. <laughs> biggest action of the year so far for them on the Saints-Falcons game. Off the hook, they said the action that came in on that. A buddy of mine went um, down to the, used to go down to the Beau Rivage down there on the Gulf Coast. Ooh, yeah, yeah. He said it's a re- he said it's a really good time. He said it's absolutely worth the worth the trip. Yeah, we me and Cam have been down to Mississippi. I like it's 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 cool down there. Like it is. It's wild. I didn't you know I've been to the South, but really sort of just Atlanta. I'd never been like into the into the deep, deep south, south bike. But yeah. um, what they say is true, man. It's very very hospitable. Like, people are very friendly. Oh, yeah, they treat us like gold down there. Yeah, like, we, you know, the food's great, too. Like, that, the food's great, man. Chicken and the the, 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 the bread, the corn, the corn bread, and that, I love that stuff. So, New Orleans, I like, New I like the South. New Orleans is a great city. New Orleans is a great city. I've been to, uh, Bur- I've been to uh, Birmingham. I've been to some other places as well, um, and, and I'm with you. You know, you don't get a chance to travel down there all that much. Uh, but if you get a chance, there's some really nice places down there. I, I know tons of people that have been to Oxford for games, and they said it's easily the best tailgate going. Yeah, we saw, me and Cam saw LSU and Mississippi State yeah, in Starkville. Starkville. It was yeah, pretty, Starkville. pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty cool uh, experience uh, there. So, so yeah, massive upsets yesterday. And we'll, Mike's going to be yeah. with us until uh, until 520, so we'll talk more NFL on the other side too. Uh, Jamie Heath is going to join us. Jamie Heath from the sports brokers. Um, he joins us every Saturday on College Football Today. He's going to step up, and then we'll talk about this Monday nighter. We'll talk about the Monday nighter on the other side, fantasy, betting, and everything else in between. But So you mentioned it, Josh Allen. The most, probably, Without a doubt, I was going to say probably, but without a doubt, Mike, the most heavily criticized rookie quarterback of the class. You know, Jalen Ramsey, oh, he's trash, and every time he did anything in the preseason – he got mocked online for it. I got to tell you what, man. I guarantee you, Josh Allen's got a major ass chip on his shoulder, and Good. what a, what a performance yesterday. And I love Trey White after the game. I don't know if you guys saw that. He did. You like that? Yeah. He, you know, he, he did to Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Trey yeah, White yeah. in the hallway is like, "You like that? You like that?" Oh, it was great. And I like what the Vikings said after. Even Zimmer. They said, oh, wow, anything can happen in the NFL. And Zimmer said, no, not anything can happen in the NFL. He said they have a lot of good football players on that team, and they kicked our ass today because that's just the way this league is. And Because like, they were like, oh, did you take the Bills lightly? And they're like, no, we didn't take the Bills lightly. They were just better than us. <laughs> like, Kirk Cousins said that, too. He goes, yep. take them lightly. We don't take anyone lightly. He goes, no, they just came out and killed us. What do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, and I'll, and I'll say one more thing on that. Uh, sorry, Cam, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, no, no. So I'm in this over-under contest, and I got, I got Bills bucks. I had the first pick, and I was thinking Bills under 6.5, bucks under 6.5. Now, they may both go over. But the reality is, for me, when I sat down and analyzed it, I look at how tough the Bucks' schedule is, and I knew the Bills might have a bumpy season. But at the end of the day, for me, I felt like 
what Sean McDermott did last year was really impressive because nobody really expected them to go to the playoffs. And the whole time I'm thinking, as I'm trying to staring down this first pick in my snake draft for the over-unders, I'm thinking, I swear this guy with, with the AFC East, I think he can coach his way out of it if the other two AFC East teams are down. Now it turns out the Dolphins are 3-0. and But I just thought that McDermott could get them to a point where they're playing competitive football on a regular basis. Now, maybe Dirk Cutter's done that too, but it's a long season ahead, and I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing that the Bucks are going anywhere. Uh, and, and, but I just think the Bills are very well coached. They're turning over the roster. You and I have talked about it, Cam, uh, Cam and um, and Gabe. We've talked about it. That they're, try, they're trying to turn over the roster. Sorry, yeah, brain freeze there. But we're, we're try, they're trying to turn over this roster, and they may take a step back this year, but they may have their guy at QB, and it's just going to take another year or two before they might be competing yeah. for divisional titles in this division. But, uh, Gabe, you, know that, you know being a Bills fan, they always win the games they shouldn't. Atlanta, like the crazy games, when they're big, big-ass dogs, that's when you get it's on true. like Buffalo. It's weird, man. They're just a weird football team. <laughs> they well, show that's why I thought teams. that they were going to – that's why I thought they were going to surprise people against Baltimore because you're right. Remember last year they went to Atlanta and beat them, and that was sort of the, wow, the Bills just beat the Falcons on the road. All right, guys, if you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups, check out the props builder over at mybookie.ag. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using promo code FNTSY, you get a 50% deposit bonus. No more deal with the late scratches. No experts to compete against. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign up. Choose your matchups using a prop builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. That prop builder tool is cool. We're going to hit some props too. Yep. On the other side with Mike Blewett. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. Game Time Decisions continues. Great job by everybody at Master Control today. As we just uh, heard, Jimmy Garoppolo during the update, done for the year. Jimmy Garoppolo, done for the year. Not that it really matters. Give the Rams that division right now. And I don't know. Give the Rams a Super Bowl, potentially. Rams look that good. My Carolina Panthers, though. That's another win. The Panthers. Yeah. Man, I love it. Every damn week, no one likes the Panthers. I know. The Panthers are big dogs on the road. Yeah, the Panthers are big dogs on the road, and they're always three-point favorites at home. I love it. Exactly. Cam Newton doesn't get the credit he deserves. Um... So Mike Blue is with us. Jamie Heath is going to join us at 5:20. We'll jump into some more gambling talk. Um, well, let's jump in and talk uh, talk about this football game here tonight, though. Of course, Mike Blewett is a, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. You just heard the promo, actually, me talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And once again, I think I'm right. 
Uh, that guy, the guy in the promos, right? And you notice, uh, you notice, Cam. I don't sound drunk in the promos. I'm telling no, you. No, I know. Bovana, it's just the pony Bovana, just the t- yeah. Bovana <laughs> manipulated my voice for one reason or another. I don't know if you heard the promo, Mike, but it was me talking about Tony Finau, and I'm like, I'm like Tony Finau. Ah, he's good, but he never wins. And I sounded like I was on Xanax or something. And I, I'm not. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not saying, you know, I would test clean if I was tested for everything. But I handle my business when I'm on the air, you know. And like Not out of the realm of possibility, but not at yeah, that moment. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I said, I wasn't drunk at 4 in the afternoon, all right? So I sounded drunk, and I brought it up, and we played a promo. And ever since I played a promo, I've noticed all these. Ever since I complained, I noticed all these new promos nice and crisp. I sound nice and alert, Cam. <laughs> so in this in, in this last in this last promo I was talking about Mike Tomlin and That's you know right. Mike listen you know the Steelers as well as anyone does Mike and think yeah. of Mike Tomlin at the ultimate players coach one of the guys right one of the guys a guy that played in the league and you know relate understands I'm not going to get in your face you know we you know I, you know, you do, we lead by example, you handle your business and, and we're all good here. And it's always really worked that way, but you yeah. see this all the time. It's like a babysitter. It's like a substitute teacher. You know, people will take advantage, right? Yeah. Eventually people take advantage. You look same thing with Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll was the nicest guy, the best players coach ever, raw, raw. And then Sherman and Bennett put a knife in his back. Oh, he's all this college shit, raw, raw with him. And we tune him out after, you know, we don't even listen to his crap. And it's like he's, you know, he's talking to college kids. And that's why you won, jackasses. But you took advantage of him and you tune him out. And I see the same thing in Pittsburgh where, Mike, I just don't see any leadership. And it's amazing to me. There's no leadership from Tomlin. There's no leadership from Ben. And I don't, you know, I think Ben doesn't have the currency with the players. It's a weird di- dichotomy with a guy that's like a legend like Ben is. That quite frankly, I don't think players like him. And so he can't, you know, I hate to say it and bring it up again, but he says something. They're like, dude, you know, go harass Stormy Daniels in, in a hallway somewhere. As it's yeah. in her book that, you know, he intimidated her and got in her face in camp. I believe her. We know, we know what Ben's like. So if Stormy Daniels says that, yeah, after I was with Trump, Ben tried to get a piece of me, and, like, he's a big dude stood in my way and stuff. I believe this stuff. So, you know, Ben's a big jerk-off guy. He's a big jerk, and Tomlin's too nice. So in the promo, Mike, Tomlin needs to, like, throw a helmet at someone in the room. Like, not literally, but it's time for Tomlin to start getting pissed for real as opposed to being one of their buddies, don't you think? I think his job is harder than people have suspected over the last few years. He's obviously teeming with talent on that roster. Uh, certainly was the last few years between Shazier, who's now gone, but then the big, you know, the killer bees on offense between Ben and Brown and and Bell. Uh, he's obviously got a capable backup here with James Conner, and they did it. They've nailed it with Juju Smith-Schuster. But I think to I think your your greater point is spot on. I do think there are guys that take advantage of it. It's very obvious that Antonio Brown has taken big advantage of uh, of some of these la- rules that are. Yeah, you're not look, doing. You're not filming. You're not filming. Like, it's lax. Yeah, you're not doing a Facebook video with a lot of other coaches. Yeah. Like That's even right. like I'm, I'm not saying Dan Quinn. His name popped to my head. I'm not saying Dan Quinn's a legend or anything, but you do that with Dan Quinn, he'll kill you. Like he'd probably yeah. punch you in the room. Like a lot of coach do that with Sean McDermott. See what happens. 
you're gonna end up in a freaking headlock. You do something like that, he'll cut you. He'll cut you. I want to be. You did that. I. But I'd rather. I want to be clear. That's Antonio Brown's fault. He's got to be an adult about yeah. it. Yep. That, that, you don't right. need to be told that that's know a your rule. business. Exactly. Exactly. I you're mean, a professional. Belichick would literally cut somebody like that on the spot, probably. But be an adult. Just don't. You, your coach shouldn't have to tell you, "Hey, let's let's keep it quiet on social media." Are you seriously Facebook living a private team meeting? What kind of adult does that uh, <laughs> when it, you're taking your business seriously? And, and imagine no playoffs. Mike. Imagine, though, Mike, too, and this is what so on Pittsburgh Steelers like. I remember last week, the longtime Pittsburgh Steelers PR guy ripping Antonio Brown publicly. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're, that's not Tomlin's fault. If you're Tomlin, you're thinking, guys, I, I'm already sitting on a volcano here, okay? Yeah. And as you said, I'm dealing with a lot of egos. People don't realize that. It's hard coaching egos. I got to deal with Brown. I got to deal with Bell. I got to deal with Ben. I got to deal with, like, the cheap owners, all right? And now I got a former employee of the team ripping my star wide receiver. And then my star wide receiver says, yeah, why don't you just trade me then, guys? It doesn't show up the next day. Yeah, They need to win this game tonight. The question is, do they, Mike Blewett? Uh, I think they will win this. Uh, but the to your point, they really have to win this one. And if they don't win this one, I think it is indicative that this team is, is falling apart. I, I think they played terrible defense last week. And I think they had an unusual pocket of turnovers in the first week. That one was really rare. They should have won the game that they tied. Last week, I think they played very poor defense, and I think the middle of that defense is going to be problematic all year. I'd play O.J. Howard tonight. I think they're going to get taken advantage of at the middle linebacker position for the entirety of the season until they get it fixed. Uh, But I, I thought your point earlier about Ben was fair. I don't think a lot of guys listen to him as a leader. I've read articles upon articles about how he is cold to guys in the locker room. Juju Smith-Schuster said last year, he doesn't really talk to me because I'm a rookie. Uh, my yeah, great, opinion great on that, exactly, my opinion <laughs> on that is that like, you can do some rookie hazing, but let's not ignore the guys in the room. You're trying to win a he's championship. A key, and he's a key guy, man. He's like, after yes. Brett, like, you know how important he has to be for that team to succeed with everybody on the like, come on, he's a rookie. He did, Last deliver. Year. he did deliver. He's all you need to know. know. All you need to know about Ben Roethlisberger is from a great writer, Peter King, probably one of the best NFL writers of all time. Peter King, Sports Illustrated. And Peter King does, like, some great stuff. Peter King lives in Pittsburgh, too. So, and you know he's sitting on a ton of stuff that he knows about Ben that he doesn't talk about, probably. So, Peter King did one of these, uh, he gathered NFL, Super Bowl winning, and Hall of Fame quarterbacks, guys. So, it was like, and they all showed up. And no one's going to say no to Peter. So, it was like Joe Montana, Steve Young, Dan Marino, Jim Kelly. You go down the list. And, you know, so, who's who, right? It was basically like 10 guys. And he said, all of them couldn't shut up. He was like, guys, guys, you know, I'm trying to, you know, let's say we got to film this right now. What about that game? What about that game? Oh, unbelievable. And, like, he said, like, the wealth of football knowledge was just unbelievable, and they were all having so much fun. Ben Roethlisberger didn't say a word, was texting on his phone the whole time, looked up and said, are we nearly done here or what? That's all you need to know. Sitting in a room with all these guys, Ben Roethlisberger didn't talk to anyone, was on his phone, and was like, are we nearly done here or what, Peter? Like, you know, it's a pain in the ass for me to be here, dude. You know? Yeah. I guess he's got to go harass a girl somewhere or something. You know, I don't know. Yeah. The, the guy's just a jerk. I think he's, yeah, I, I think, look, his reputation precedes him in a lot of instances, and I, I don't think he's just not comfortable being around. Look, forget all the other stuff, 
and, and the allegations, because those are extremely serious, I think he's just not a vet personable with teammates and other people. I think yeah. you're right. I think he's too cool for the room and doesn't want to be there in a lot of instances. Maybe he's got – I'm not going to put social anxiety or any of that kind of stuff on him because he's never proven to be that. He's given enough interviews, and he's playing an extremely popular yeah. sport with tons yeah. of celebrity and tons of people watching he's him. Just so I don't think jerk. social anxiety is the issue. Yeah, exactly. But that's At the end of the, the day, stop being yeah. a jerk. Well, you know, I got it today. There's a GIF out there, a video of Belichick not just slapping a couple of seven-year-old kids' hands yesterday. And he, he looked right at him and just oh. blew him off. And, his, and I said on Twitter, I said he's a jerk. Night, I enjoyed it, even though I lost that nickel night, on that game. I, saw, uh, I enjoyed it, Ken. I loved it. I was on Detroit in the press conference. And these guys aren't <laughs> asking stupid. They're not asking stupid questions. It's like I'm sick and tired of the same thing. Oh, uh, you asked me the same question. No, he didn't. He asked you a specific question about the Dolphins. Like, his act's wearing thin, too. Like, it's like after a while, how come other coaches can't get away with uh, blowing off the media? But he can do the, whatever the hell he wants in, in his press conference. He wants to be dour and surly. Like, the guy gets away with anything. Uh, and I'm going to enjoy my ridiculous go down. I'll say uh, this. In, in, in being in New York, Todd Bowles is giving it his best shot. He might be the worst yeah. interviewer in sports. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I feel <laughs> bad. I feel bad for the beat writers, and I listen to Bob with Shusen who's an excellent play-by-play guy and does the Jets radio. But he, you can hear Bob Shoes on college football, college hoops, all yeah, year round. Yeah, he's good, Bob. He went, he went to the same fan. school as me, and he's a couple years older than me. So, um, But I listen to him try to do his weekly Todd Bowles thing, and I cringe every time <laughs> Even for Bob because Bob. he's trying. Bob is trying his yeah. best, and Bowles yes. is just delivering him the 11-minute no-answer interview every week. Yeah, and if he's just, giving no answers, and that's even on the Jet-sponsored damn broadcast. Like, that's right. If Bob can't get anything out of him, you figure, well, all right, I'll at least talk for these 11 minutes. He's not an but, investigative journalist. He's the play-by-play yeah. guy trying <laughs> to appease the fans for 11 minutes. <laughs> all right, so but, time always This line has moved like crazy, there. Gabe. This this yeah this yeah, yeah that's this what you're saying. Saying. one and a half. So Mike, yeah. let's I'll get, say the score. Mike, give your projection, and then I'm going to throw some props at you. You're going to be a fantasy for the fantasy guys. We got Drew Dickmeyer coming on at six as well. The best fan, one of the best fantasy guys in the world. So we got yeah. your fantasy back covered. We got Jamie Heath from the sports brokers joins from a gaming perspective, and we we got us. So what's your prediction? I want to throw some wide receiver props at you. Unfortunately, I don't see a Howard prop up right now. But what's your score tonight? What's your ballpark figure? I think it's going to be under here, and I think we'll go with 28-20, something like that. 2017-2020, Pittsburgh. I'm going track meet. I think it goes higher scoring. Cam, what's your take? I'd love to see it. Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers 31-27. to uh, I already bet the O.J. Howard prop, Gabe. I found it. It's uh, 37 and a half. I think. Uh, God bless your nice street point. books. God bless yeah, your street no, books. Yo, Gabe. Gabe, you know, I'll tell you, I'm on the street book here. Yeah, 37 and a half. I'm looking on the street. They can't cover the change, and I found it. That's a really good point you bring up, Mike. Over the middle, O.J. Howard, that's a attainable okay, that's, number that we can maybe get Maybe I can to. find be Ryan Shazier there last year, who was burgeoning into oh, the middle linebackers of football. 37 and, and a half. It, okay. And now yeah, it's, uh, that's what now it's bought. Now it's Bostic and Tyler Matikavich, and they have struggled. Kelsey ate their lunch last week, and O.J. Howard is not Travis Kelsey, but I think it's going to be a problem for the Steelers all year. I don't like – I always prefer. I always prefer Deshaun the – uh, three and a half, Gabe. Three and a half receptions. I, that seems low. I, I prefer the reception props to, to, the, to the yard prop usually, but the yard props tonight, Antonio Brown, 102 and a half. His props are always way too high. There's seven and a half receptions as well. You just can't bet that. Uh, Jesse James, 33 and a half yards. Mike, if any of these numbers you like, just let us know. I like Vance Jesse McDonald. 
over 33 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, yeah, I take that. Uh, uh, Schuster 74 and a half. Vance McDonald 28 and a half. Mike Evans 75 and a half. Seems kind of low there. Chris Godwin 45 and a half. OJ Howard uh, blew it high on Howard tonight at 37 and a half. And That's Sean the best Jackson that I've heard. Only 54 and a half yards for Deshaun Jackson. I know. I like over on both yards and receptions. That's like one catch for him. Trust me, I know. He busts one, it's party time. 54 and a half, it could happen on one play. Yeah, I'm going over the number. Look, yeah, I'm going to go over the number on this one. As far as uh, quarterback yards, they're both going to be pretty high here. Um, Quarterback passing yards. I'm going to guess. Let's see how close I am. I'm going to say Ryan Fitzpatrick total passing yards is going to be – 287 and a half. I'm going to say Big Ben's like 295. Eh, kind of pretty close. Ben Roethlisberger, 300 and a half yards. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 275 and a half. What do you think of that one, Mike? 275 and a half yards for Ryan Fitz tonight. Based the way all three of us were talking about it, you would think Fitz might have to throw his way back into it because Cam and I both have a little bit of points to be scored cam do you think it's 31 27 with like a, a last minute drive by ben or they have some distance and fitz has well, thrown his way back into it because that tells you the yeah I, I think uh, i think i think tampa bay gets a late touchdown but pittsburgh is up uh, yeah 11 to make it four i think yeah no it, it, this is a statement game for the steelers tonight they can't be screwing around in tampa bay i like it's kind of like what we did with arizona seattle uh, the New York Giants, all of those teams who showed up this week. Tampa Bay feeling good. Uh, Fitzpatrick thinks he's Connor McGregor, Gabe, with the hairy chest and the bling, loving their own hype. So Pittsburgh can go there in there and punch them in the face. But this line movement's insane from Pittsburgh minus one to Tampa Bay minus one and a half. Crazy. Yeah, but how the hell do we not go over 275 and a half yards for Fitzpatrick? Over. Yeah. It's not like the Steeler defense is stopping anybody. And these they, they throw Seven, for yeah. 402 yards, 417 yards. Guys, we're getting a difference here of about 127 and a half yards. So I got as a gambler, I got to take this dichotomy here. I know he's not throwing for 400 tonight. I don't need him to. He throws for 276. I win the bet. I'm going over the number for Fitz. Listen, I just I, you know I don't I don't have an algorithm. I threw it out there, but I've been doing this a long time. And my number, what did I just tell you guys? I would have had him at about 287 and a half. So my numbers, I'm looking at 287, 290. They're posting 275 and a half. He's yeah. thrown for uh, 819 yards this year, 402 and 417. I'm going over the number. Mike, we got one minute. Closing fun, thoughts? Fun, fun fact for seasonal fantasy players, if Fitzpatrick throws up a bagel tonight, he's still the highest scoring fantasy player in 2018. Wow. He's got everybody beat with just his two games so far. Michael Thomas, huh. Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon still haven't scored as much as Ryan Fitzpatrick did in his two games. Oh, it's Fitz magic. Mahomes, magic. Mahomes yeah. is ripping it up, too. He, he hasn't been stopped. I know. Yeah. I got I Mahomes on two of my teams. Touchdowns. Me too, Moretz. I'm also <laughs> two, two and one, baby. I'm two yeah. and one on, like, four teams, I think. One and two in the Carton League, actually. Um, but, hey, that wasn't fair, that trap. All right, thanks, Mike. Jamie Heath joins us next. All right, fellas, take care. Take care, Mike.
From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, our Twitter is uh, blowing up here. Game Time Decisions, Red Eat Rage Radio continues. I'm Gabriel Morenzi. Alongside Cam Stewart, Drew Dinkmeyer will join us in the 6 o'clock hour. Uh, we're going to talk Monday Night Football from a DFS perspective. Talk a little fantasy football. As uh, you know, it's the players that you would expect to get it done aren't getting it done. And there's a lot of, uh, yeah, it's been a crazy NFL season. And, you know, I saw a... Uh, Bill, uh, what's his name, Krakenberger in, in Vegas, very, very good gambler, professional gambler. He's legend, legend in Vegas. He, you know, he tweeted out yesterday after the game, you guys want to bet big money on these games, really, after watching this? And that's what, that's what I sort of said about college because I got, I got my ass handed to me in college in week two, whatever it was, or week, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And I was shell-shocked. And, you know, I was like, man, I'm not betting big money on college anymore. I'll bet it still, but I'm not. Oh, I'm putting a thousand dollars on these guys because I love it because anything can happen. They're kids, and um, of course, then this week I lower my limits in college, lower my units, and yeah. I end up going seven yeah. and two. <laughs> so exactly, it always worked. Hey, it always it's been two weeks in like a row. That. I know, yeah, two weeks <laughs> in a row. I'm scared of college. I crush it, but yeah, the NFL is like that too, guys. I always tell people this, man. Any sporting event. Me and Cam have been saying this for years, and I know the man that joins us right now has been around a long time. And I know I'm a big fan of Jamie Heath and from the sports brokers. And um, for there's no locks. When people say, give me a lock, yeah. for every lock, there's a key. You, we can all Correct. do our best. We can break it down. We can analyze it. We can handicap it. We can, you know, put ourselves in the best position to win. Uh, but, man, on any given Sunday is a cliche and a phrase that's uh, lasted uh, years for a reason. Let's bring in Jamie Heath right now. We talk football with Jamie Heath every Saturday morning on College Football Today. I wasn't in. Well, I did the hit. I, I called in with my picks, but I was on the road this week. I missed you, Jamie. What's going on, Jamie? Hey, guys. How are you guys doing today? Hey, always a pleasure. Fantastic. Always a pleasure. So, yeah. any given Sunday. Look, yesterday, biggest biggest upset win going back what, in 23 a, years since 1995. What, and wasn't the only one. We had 10-point no. dogs winning, 17-point dogs winning. The New York Giants look like crap all year. They go into Houston, well, they win. Yeah. It's crazy, Jamie. Survival pools uh, took a beating yesterday. Anyone in a survival pool is probably not uh, surviving after yesterday. Minnesota going down to Buffalo. 16-and-a-half, 17-point favorites. You got Jacksonville favored by as much as 10, 10-and-a-half, losing outright at home. Patriots losing outright to Detroit. And like you said, Houston losing at home to the Giants. All all big favorites going down yesterday. So a wacky, wacky day yesterday, to say the least. So it's been a strange yeah. it's a strange year this year. Let's jump right in to, to tonight's uh, football game. As Cam mentioned a couple of minutes ago, guys, we've got some line movement, uh, quite a bit of line movement here. From the Steelers being one-point favorites, it swung all the way to Tampa Bay, minus one and a half uh, right now. The total is 54 and a half, and... I hate betting the over 
on these sort of public over games, yeah. prime time TV games, when everyone assumes it's going to be a track meet shootout yet. I guess uh, call me Pauly Public tonight, Jamie, because I do think it's a shootout tonight. I think Pittsburgh's going to be able to move the ball, and I think Tampa's going to be able to move the ball. I sort of get the. I think it's going to be a fun football game, and potentially whoever has the ball last wins tonight. What's your take on this contest? All right, well, Gabe. First off, I want to say I do love this game a lot tonight. I'm three and zero documented on Monday night so far, being the Rams and the Jets on on the first week. And absolutely love Chicago Bears last week, and they came through for me. I myself are putting a lot of money on this game tonight. I want you guys to call right now, 1-800-220-6262. I want you to call right this second, get my major, major play tonight. Go on my website, thesportsbrokers.com. Visit my website, join my website. More importantly, get on the phones, 1-800-220-6262. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, absolutely love this game. And Marenzi, you bring up a great point. Think about last night, too, and Jamie. Last night, you're the announcers. Oh, there, no one's going to be able to stop New England. Oh, Detroit, they're going to move up and down with the Patriots' injuries. What do we have? We have a nut under in this game. But I'm with you, Marenzi. I think we can have both offenses scoring. Fitzmagic and Tampa Bay can move. Roethlisberger and Pittsburgh can move. I think we can get to that total. Jamie, crazy line movement, too. We don't see a team, Pittsburgh, opening up at two in most spots and now getting one at three-and-a-half-point line movement, my friend. That's pretty crazy stuff, even for a marquee Monday night matchup, buddy. Yeah, you very rarely see a line go from one team being their favorite to another team being their favorite this close to to uh, to kickoff. Uh, a lot of a lot of the money is going towards Tampa Bay. Yes, there, there's no doubt about it. A lot of turmoil with the Pittsburgh Steelers with the Le'Veon Bell situation. We don't know if he's going to get traded. We don't know what the deal is with him right now. There's a lot of talk that he might get traded. There's a lot of turmoil with this team. Obviously, that's that could have a lot to do with the fact that the lines moved. A lot of this fits magic. This Fitzpatrick uh, craze right now. By the way, I heard you guys singing "Ho Ho Ho, It's Magic." Do you guys know who sings that song? By the way, anybody? Anyone? No. Cam? <laughs> no. No, I actually don't. It's a one-hit one wonder. Group's called Pilot. Yes. And, and Pilot, I'm going to be. Yeah. Yes, and I'm going to be the pilot for for everyone tonight <laughs> on on this game tonight. I am telling you. I am telling you right now. I absolutely love tonight's game. I want you to call 1-800-220-6262. Get on the phones right this second. Give us a call or visit my website, thesportsbrokers.com. We turn outcomes into incomes. So you guys got a big uh, play on, on the, the side here tonight. What do you think of the total? Is it, is it a sucker bet walking into, yeah. the, um, walking into the over here at, at 54 uh, and a half? The daily, uh, yeah. I'll tell you, the, daily Roto, the dailyroto.com betting machine. Is is great. It's a great, you know. It's it's computer. It's heartless, right? It's like yeah, um, smart machine, very smart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> he's brilliant. It likes the. It's looking at the under in this game. Ooh. Just you know, and you know, Mike Blewett thinks it's going to be a lower scoring. I just don't see it. I I just don't see it. I know every time it seems like a dead nut and obvious over, it isn't. Yep. But I just don't see how these offenses don't move the football tonight, Cam. I'm with you, Marenzi, and I think I think last night, guys, uh, Jamie, we talked yeah. about everyone pounding the over in that game. Well, sometimes the public gets a little bit of a taste. So, yeah, I, I'm with you, Marenzi. I, I don't see how Tampa Bay's offense can be slowing down with Pittsburgh's weakness in the middle, and a desperate Steeler team will be able to score on Tampa Bay. I think we got points galore in this game. Yeah, well, last night you have a, have a New England team that's not exactly uh, firing on all cylinders. They're missing yeah. Edelman. He's coming back. 
Uh, Josh Gordon just got uh, traded to them. He didn't play last night. Their running back situation is not exactly what it needs to be at the moment. So a lot of people did get sucked into the fact that Detroit looked absolutely dreadful the first two weeks against the Jets in San Francisco, and they gave up a ton of points. So the, the public really got sucked into taking the favorite in that game as well as the over. Tonight, I got to tell you, you guys, are, you, you hit the nail on, on, the, on the head on this one. There's gonna, this, should be, this should be a very, very entertaining game. And who would have thought this? Week, week three, we're talking about Pittsburgh-Tampa Bay becoming a really exciting game, but that's exactly what we, we should see tonight with these two offenses, no doubt about it. Jamie Heath from the Sports Brokers with us. Sorry, Jamie, before we get, you're right. You know, listen, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their schedule was the toughest first three games in yeah. NFL history, playing the Saints, the defending Super Bowl champion Eagles, and then the Steelers, everybody assumed they could 0-3. I'll be honest. I, I told people before the year started, I, I really think the Bucks under 6.5 wins is a strong play. Hey, they might not get to 7 still, but they're on their way. So before we get you out of here, Jamie, a team, you know, a team that people on the West Coast are really jumping on the bandwagon. They made them the favorites out there in Vegas to win the Super Bowl. I've been high on them. I, you know, a lot of people in the offseason were like, wow, they're sort of a team that, you know, is being thrown together. There's a lot of egos and head cases. And I'm talking about the L.A. Rams. I never really looked at them like egos and head cases. I just think they're a complete football team. Yep. They're trying to win a Super Bowl and trying to sell tickets for their new stadium that they're charging people like 18 gazillion dollars for personal seat licenses. The Vikings get their ass handed to them yesterday, Jamie, to, to the Bills. To me, this sets up beautifully. And now you're getting seven points with the Vikings. I've been on the Rams every week this year, and I don't like getting yep. in front of the Rams because I've been the president of the Rams at McVay's fan club, but I'll start with Jamie and then you, Cam. Minnesota Vikings getting seven, and I'm not asking anyone for a pick on this right now. It's early in the week, but, man, who would have thought you'd be able to get a rock-solid football team like the Vikings coming off a loss getting seven points? Interesting matchup, Vikings at Rams on Thursday, Jamie. Absolutely is. Uh, Minnesota uh, laid a complete egg yesterday, to say the least. You're talking about the Rams. I think they are the most complete football team in all three phases. When you're talking about offense, defense, and special teams, Mr. McVay has got that team running on all cylinders right now. The only question I have possibly going into that game, it's a short week, and the Rams apps, uh, actually suffered a couple of injuries in the secondary yesterday. Hakeem Tlaib went down as well as uh, Marcus Peters. So we have to monitor that situation. Obviously, I'm going to be monitoring that situation as well before uh, we give out that game on Thursday. But, uh, again, Minnesota destroyed the Rams last year. It looks like an absolute revenge game for the Rams. Minnesota looked absolutely horrible against uh, what most people thought was the worst team in the NFL yesterday. So it remains to be seen what happens this Thursday. It's an excellent game. Best game of the week, and it happens to fall on a Thursday. Jamie, where can people find you and uh, and Kevin Todd and everyone over at the Sports Brokers? You can find me right this second at 1-800-220-6262. I absolutely love a side in tonight's game. Give me a call again, 1-800-220-6262, or visit my website, thesportsbrokers.com. I turn outcomes into incomes. All right, we'll speak on Saturday on College Football Today. Thanks, Jamie. I Thanks. can't wait to talk to you guys on Saturday. You have a great day, man. There's a Jamie Heath, Sports Brokers. I'm with you, Marazzi. Sports Brokers. He's Think done very well this. in college this year, too. Jamie's been crushing college. 
Well, two weeks in a just, row when we were on the show, yeah, he did well, like uh, three and zero and two and one, I believe. Yeah, nice. That's very solid. I'm with you. <clears throat> I'm looking for points on Minnesota on Thursday night. If yeah. I can get seven and a half, I'm going to pull the trigger. I'll tell you, this is what we look at, Gabe. Teams lot of lot of good underdogs on the board this week. They lay eggs. They come back. You're right. And take a look at these underdogs. Detroit winless outright win seven point dog. Giants, winless, road dog, six and a half, ow, outright. Seattle, oh, they suck, minus one, or pick them. Yeah, they get it done against Dallas. Arizona, yeah, the Bears, are they supposed to be laying it down? On the road, Arizona taking points, and Buffalo outright. Every single 0-2 team in the game, not just covered the spread, one outright. So you talk about a week-to-week league, and I'm going to be, I'm looking for situations just like this. Rams injury problems, Minnesota after embarrassment. You think don't you don't think Zimmer's going to have these guys ready, fired up, and ready to go? The Rams are betting darlings right now too. I would love to get seven and a half with Minnesota, even at seven. I like it. Sign me up with the Vikings, Morency. Can you say that about every game? I know. It was a great week for the dogs. Yeah, whatever I took the Giants last week. Whatever, it's, whatever. It's three. You're always like, ah, I'd be love to be getting three and a half. It's like you're like uh, like when you go to your butcher. You always want that extra more. Can I get that I do, extra yeah, piece yeah. of meat? That extra little like uh, right. you know, cut 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 in there. Yeah, when he's putting the luncheon meat on the scale, come on, throw me a couple extra slices. We we could we could work this out. No, I, I just think you, you got to believe that Minnesota, Gabe, and you know the way this league works. Hey, the Rams are very dangerous. They can win this game by 13, 14 points. But also, let's look at what the Chargers did. Eckler had a huge fumble in the red zone in that game when they were going in for a backdoor cover. Phillip Rivers on a fourth down play. He threw up short. Horrible play call there. The, the Chargers made mistakes. They were lingering in the game. A fumble at the one-yard line. Like, they, they made so many special teams mistakes. They had a blocked extra point, a blocked punt, So and they win the game by 11. And they're plus by game time, they were plus 7.5 or 8, wherever you wanted to shop around. So a lot of things went really poorly for the Chargers in that game. I think Minnesota will be uh, very, very angry and ready to play in that game. And, uh, yeah, a converted touchdown looks pretty good already for Thursday. I got my eye on the Vikings, buddy. Yeah, I'm looking at the numbers here, and you know, we're feeling it right now. We stated uh, we're five and one in the Golden Nugget contest coming into tonight. We got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, we went four and one in the Super Contest. Now nine five and one. How'd uh, how'd your guys' team do? Uh, they picked uh, three and two. This they were three and two this week. Uh, lost with Philadelphia. I didn't really. I didn't like that game, especially with Wentz coming back and. Indy actually played that game really tight. There's a couple, you know you know how it is, Morenci. These guys are going to go on a rotational basis. I told you I don't really like the format. I'd like, you know, maybe a couple guys that we know to be the one team to pick for the league and everyone could just suck it up and man up and just say this is the way it's going to be. But, you know what, I'm, I've come to the conclusion it's going to, you know, we're going to have to get on a crazy run. But, uh, yeah, with Billy the Doorman, we do a contest called uh, the Pick 8. I'm with him, Gabe. We went 7-1 and one with our picks. If the San Francisco 49ers covered, uh, we would have won $62,000 because no one – basically, it's like kind of a – it's a pool where every week, if nobody gets them perfect, they put the money in and nobody's gone 8-0 against the spread this week with the picks. And uh, we went 7-1, and one, very close to collecting the progressive jackpot of over $62,000. We were so pissed. San Francisco actually was going to get the ball back. They had a late pass interference call. The Garoppolo situation, it sucked. I know we were both on the Niners plus the seven points against Kansas City, but Mahomes and the Chefs do it again. Yeah, that was uh, that was our uh, solitary loss in the Super Contest uh, this week, just just that game. So looking yeah. at the point spreads, there's a lot of games jumping off the page at me, actually, which is um, probably kind of scary, to be honest, because yeah. I, I find I, I bet better out of fear. Like when I'm like, ooh, I don't know, I'm scared of this game. And when I was, you know, 
I, I, you know, when it's like, oh my God, look at that number. Like, I'm looking, I like them all. I'm like uh, Cam at a Chinese buffet. Oh man, you got dumplings, all great, you got all great pineapple, chicken, <laughs> garlic ribs. You're like, ooh. Oh. Um, God, you got me like, I'm listen, starving right now. <laughs> the Buffalo Bills getting 10 points. That's a lot of points. Yeah. People think, it oh, it's a, a big fluke. I don't trust the Packers at 10. I'm not saying it's the best bet. Uh, the Bengals, I don't love the fact that the Bengals are going on the road in back-to-back weeks, but the Falcons don't blow anybody out, man. They play close games. The Falcons aren't six points better than the Cincinnati Bengals are. Um, Detroit Detroit at Dallas, that's kind of a weird one. Yeah, I think Dallas probably bounces back, but you got the Colts only laying two and a half at home. To I like Texans. Houston. Really? Yep, just like we did before. I, was I on think the they Giants. lose. Now no, I'm no, going but back. No, no, but now it's it's one thing to take a team that's 0-2. They're 0-3, and Bill yep. O'Brien's going to get fired. My prediction is the Colts beat the Texans, and they get fi- and they fire him. And, wow. you know, they should have replaced him in the offseason. Deshaun Watson, he's holding Deshaun Watson back. you got to yes, have Deshaun Watson in, in a shotgun, man. Like, it's, it's amazing. He's the only idiot that could, like, screw this up. Um, you know, he's got Deshaun Watson, like, trying to do, like, this pro-set crap. Just let him be who he is, man. You know, he saved your job last year. Oh, you're a big genius. You're not a genius, O'Brien. Like, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room all the time. He's not. And look at the team that they have right now. I think they lose this game, Cam, and then Bill O'Brien gets fired. And I think that's what they should have done. They should have got a young coach to pair with Deshaun Watson and move forward. Because Bill O'Brien's not the guy there. We all know this. It's time to let him go. He doesn't take any risk, and I'm just this Miami Dolphins plus six and a half is staring me at the face. I'm going to take them on the money line to beat New England. Too. That was seven last night. It moved people. Yeah, jumped I wish in on I that. wish I got it at seven. Would have been nice. I uh, just even with New England at home, I could see Miami as big statement game for them. I'll be I'll probably be betting the Dolphins in this game. It's a lot of points, and that Dolphins defense is underrated. What do you think of uh, you got Baker Mayfield's going to be starting? I like we'll hit this on the other side. Baker John Gruden still hasn't won a game yet either. Nope. Yeah, I know. Like Game time decisions. Ball. Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network continues. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Berenci alongside Cam Stewart. Will be leaving us uh, in about 18 minutes, so you better leave us a lot of winners. Yeah, taking my uh, weekly uh, beatdown uh, session here. Uh, anyway, it's all good. I give a couple NFL picks. On <laughs> Your the weekly beatdown uh, session. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know how it is. Everyone likes to take a swing at the old bear, but uh, the bear's uh, <laughs> his paw, 
turn turn the paws into claws with winners, Marencia. I like when those guys laugh at me when I make a pick. Like they, they don't even gamble, and they kind of like, oh yeah, that's just stupid. Oh yeah, well, well you don't like the Giants or the Lions or whatever we talk about. It's just nice because they always like even before the results. Like I'm always getting like attacked, and it's like it's nice to actually come come back. I'm not going to get wild because it's their show, but uh, you know you got to defend yourself every once in a while. We'll, we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, yeah, I got some picks for you and a couple props. The Deshaun Jackson prop, uh, three and a half receptions really seems low to me. I love what you're talking about, too. 54 and a half. He could get that on one play because we know he's the deep threat. And the O.J. Howard over the middle, 30, 37 and a half seems pretty a table. Lots of stuff. We like uh, we like the board tonight, Morency. Let's hope uh, the winners continue. I'm happy that you're building uh, your units, too, because when you get back to New York, uh, a little more money in your pocket to go down to the FanDuel Sportsbook. Always nice to have more. Yeah, I've got uh, I've got about nine hundred dollars in winners in FanDuel tickets actually nice, too. Nice, nice. So yeah, I've got something like to look that. forward to going back. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah I gotta, it's gotta go, nice to, the book, to, go to the yeah. window. It's always nice to go to the window with a mitt full of winners. That's yes. nice. It's pretty much oh. all I have. So I'm gonna be going right. There. I might go. <laughs> I might go right there. Them. I might <laughs> go straight there for the airport. Yeah, who, who knows? Yes. Um, uh, we'll see. I don't know. Hopefully, I don't have any delays. Normally, I fly into Newark uh, Airport. But uh, we're going through LaGuardia uh, oh, yeah. this week. A little, so, little you know, quicker, we'll, hopefully. No, nah, I don't know. I think Newark might be. Newark's the most convenient one. They have a train that goes right into the city. It's, it's very convenient. Oh, nice. nice. But um, there's always delays at Newark. Like, Newark, I think, was voted, like, the worst airport in America for delays and stuff <laughs> and customer service. But it's convenient. But there's always delays. So you get there and you sit there for, like, two hours. So I don't know. I think I think every New York airport just sort of screwed, to be honest. But, but uh, speaking of screwed, something I want to get to, and you know, this is a radio show. You know, it's not TV. We're gonna have video feeds in the, in the future here. We're gonna be working on that as we get uh, settled in. But um, I know a lot of people saw it. You follow me on Twitter. We'll get to your tweets as well. We got a lot of tweets coming in. Our boy Spenny Mac uh, loves that over three and a half tonight with Deshaun Jackson as well. Uh, but, uh, Cam, you're in front of a computer, so if you haven't seen them, just look up the uh, – go on Twitter and just look up uh, the new Philadelphia Flyer mascot. Oh, I love them. Gritty. I love Gritty. I gritty. love Gritty. I know everyone's ripping him. I love Gritty. He looks like uh, an orange Oscar the Grouch on crack. Like, he, he's great. I, li- I like his big eyes. I like it. Like, what do you want the guy to be? People are like, oh, yeah, why don't we just dress up the, the Philadelphia Flyer thing and give him some roller skates or, you know, like something coming. Like, what do you want from a It's Gritty. Like, you know, I, 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 I think he looks pretty good, to be honest with you, Marenzi. Like, the Toronto Maple Leafs he have looks- Carlton the Bear. They have Carlton the Bear. What does a what does a damn bear have to do with anything? They're at least gritty. Is it the he's the color of the Flyers? He he looks pretty gritty. He's got those eyes like he's really ready to party. I, I kind of like Gritty's style. I, I'm with you. I, I don't know. A lot of people are against Gritty. I'm on the side. I I like him, Gabe. Well, when I first saw Gritty, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, what the hell is this? I was like, he looks drunk. Like Gritty yeah, looks like drunk. It. He looks like yeah, he's got a beard. He looks homeless. But like he you does. said, like you said, he started to grow on me. He's like a cast-off of all the other mascots, you know, and, you know, he, he just sort of looks drunk, like you said. He looks drunk, and, you know, he looks like a cross between, as you stated, he's a orange Oscar the Grouch and a drunk Yuppie. It's sort of like yeah. a mix. It's like a mix, and he grew on me as well. At first, I was like, you know, you know, it's sort of like, you know, the... Um, it's like a dog down at the kettle, you know. He's like the he's all you know covered in mud, and you know he looks all yeah. beaten down and stuff. But really, he's your one, you know. You're right, gritty. I think gritty's good actually. 
I think he's going to scare the hell out of kids. Yeah, he, you're right. He's kind of got that like crack face, like for a mascot. Like if you're if you're a really young child, I don't think Gritty. Yeah, like he's a little bit too scary. That 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 is the thing. He's kind of like the homeless mascot. But what do you want the Flyers to do? Like people are like, oh, just dress up a guy in the logo. What's he? But you're do? right. Like, you a big you brought up out there and do all that crap like. Stanley C. Panther is the P- Panthers. Like, he's a Panther. Uh, S.J. Sharkey, you know, a guy in a Sharks. Sharks well, S.J. Like, Sharkey's great. He's great. Oh, yeah, Come great on. name. S- like, S.J. Sharkey? Like, you can't, like, that's just amazing. He's S.J. Sharkey. I, even I was Stanley thinking. Stanley C. Panther. Stanley C. Panther. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I though. I love mascots. I don't understand you, though. Like, you, you love every mascot, but you really, really don't like Carlton the Bear. And no, and you're actually, a Leaf Carlton fan. The, 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 your favorite yeah. team, you you have a problem, and your girlfriend even tells him, go after yourself, Carlton. Get away yeah. from me. Well, the thing was, I actually met the other Carlton, the Bear, when I was doing the pizza show on Mondays and Fridays. He was doing a promo uh, at uh, one of the classic rock stations in the building, right? And we, we had a little chat. Like, he's actually a nice guy. I just don't think the, the mascot makes any sense. I get it. His name is Carlton because he used to play on Carlton Street. But what the hell does a white polar bear have to do i know you can't dress up a guy as a leaf or whatever but i just look at the other team's mascots and go you know what they're a hell of a lot better than him but i guess he's fan friendly little kids can't be scared because you, you talk about gr- like gritty and grimy and like a, those, those those guys are a little he bit is, too uh he is so street, boring. Street tough carlton yeah, the boring. bear is yeah. so boring he Thank is so he safe. is boring he never, like you said he never like does anything like he never does no. any tricks on the ice he and he never no. even like well, he doesn't even celebrate crazy he just walks around high-fiving people <laughs> that's what i'm talking about the phoenix gorilla used to dunk you know like, remember what about our buddy like my yeah, up up was stealing bases on the dugout yes. and diving head first yes. and getting kicked out of games and sitting on yeah. hot chicks laps and stuff you know he promoted managers you talked about you showed me the clip where he like pissed off like tommy lasorda wanted to like actually like get in the ring with a mascot and kill him like he was incensed so you know what i mean that's what a mascot's supposed to do the philly fanatical fired up the san diego chicken used to blow things up yeah carlton takes carlton takes pictures with kids he doesn't he's, do anything. The, so, the know, Philly, anyway, he's, he's a corporate-friendly mascot. The Philly Fanatic's good. The San Diego Chicken's good. the icon of all mascots. Listen, I'm partial to UP. I know not everyone knows the UP. He's not world famous. He's, he was good, though. But, um, you know, Benny the Hawk, the Atlanta Hawk is, you know. Oh, yeah. How him he gets riding, to work? Yeah, him riding the moped. Like, it's just, you, can't, you can't top that video. No, you can't. You can't. But my, and we can't forget Clam Chowder, great mascot, Clam Chowder. Oh, yeah. oh Clam Chowder is one of the best, for sure. Well, Cl- Clam Chowder is uh, Yuppie's um, cousin, right? Clam Chowder was created by the same dude that did Yuppie. Like, if you know, Clam, yeah, Clam Chowder is yeah. basically like sort of a purple UP kind of, you know? So, yeah, 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 you're right. He is. Yeah, he, he does yeah. kind of look like a he's little in the, he's in the, he's in the He's in the family tree. But that guy, <laughs> he's in Quebec. He's not even in Montreal. He's in like the he's in like a farm or something out there. He does all the mascots. Like he probably did gritty. Like he probably like he's the mascot guy type of thing. He's like Dr. James Andrews of mascots. You need you need <laughs> he, you, he creates them. Yeah. You need a mascot, you go to this guy. And um, like he makes the suits on uh, on by hand and like, you know, he's the guy type of deal. And um but I got to say, my favorite, I'm just partial to him. He's just too cool. The Phoenix Sun Gorilla. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. The Phoenix and, Sun and Gorilla the- is the coolest mascot. Like, the guy's a better dunker than half the players in the NBA is. And he's just, you know, you can't top him. You got a, you got a gorilla, a guy in a gorilla suit and a Phoenix, Jun- Phoenix Sun jersey. Like, it's just, 
The, I've always loved the Phoenix Sun. Like, I want to go to a Phoenix Sun game just to see the, him in person. Berlin. Yeah, I got to see yeah. this. I want to get a picture with him. Why not? And the thing about it is, you talked about it. It's kind of like when you're a mascot, you have prerequisites on, like, what, what boxes do I have to check off? Entertaining. Tricks. You know what I mean? Fan-friendly. There's all the things. And that's the thing about the Phoenix Gorilla. Not only, like, he was, he was doing stunts before, like, other guys were trying those stunts. You talked about the trampoline, go, doing crazy things, backflips, dunking. You said it. And he nailed everything. Like, this guy was money. He was almost like a, like a globetrotter, the things that he used to do. That's the issue that I have with a mascot. You can't just walk around and go, hey, I'm taking a picture or whatever. Like, you got to do something. At least get wild. And then, you know, they have those mascot games, Gabe, because I, I go to the game. So they have, uh, like, Stanley C. Panther, S.J. Sharkey, now Gritty. Like, they come out and play, like, a puck game. Like, all these other mascots, you know, once in a while they'll give you a high elbow, you know, a little stick work. Like, Carlton, he's, he's too friendly. He's too friendly, you know. He's just a, he doesn't get in the corners. He doesn't do, he doesn't do the work. It's just, uh, you know, he's not my type of mascot. I, I think you need more to bring more to the table to be a mascot, especially that franchise. Like, like look at the UP, at least, for Montreal, right? You lose the Expos. The, the Montreal Canadiens adopt him. He does way more stuff. Like, he's way more active as a mascot. You know that. Like, he actually, you know, like, he's earning his paycheck. He's walking around. He's doing stuff. Carlton, I've seen him in the same section. Like, what the hell is he doing? Watching the yeah, game? I, You're a mascot. I, I talked about that, though, with UP. I'm glad the Canadians gave him a home. But yeah. um, I always felt that uh, UP would be well, more well-served over at the Montreal Impact Games or the Alouettes. Yeah, good point. Yeah, like I UP, agree. Uh, you know, like the Canadians, I don't know. You know, the Canadians never had a mascot. But I give, uh, listen, I rip on the Canadians for a lot of things. And they do, they're greedy and they're, you know, they're, they're a selfish organization. But they, them saving UP was a nice thing they did. <laughs> no, I agree. Because there was no, but I'll tell you though, right? It wasn't their idea, Cam. It was the public's idea. People basically were like, hey, uh, you know, UP's homeless right now. You know what I mean? UP doesn't have yeah. a home. You know, you're going to take them in or what? you going to do something about it? Yeah, yeah you're going like, to take them in. And they're probably like, sitting you know. there going, no, we'd rather not take them in. <laughs> yeah, the public pressure. Oh, they're thinking we're going to pay this too. guy. Yeah, we're going to pay this guy. They're like, oh, my God, another stupid mascot on payroll. Like, they're like, they're crushing And you know, for the Canadians, it's sort of like they're like the Packers or something, like the Yankees. Like, the Canadians are like, we don't have mascots. We don't have ice girls. We don't do that. You know what I mean? We're like, we don't have cheerleaders. That's not us. That's like the Florida Panthers. Like, you know, they're, they're, the Canes are very sort of stoic, yeah, think, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they think they're too cool for school. Like, they're, they're, their product is b- bigger than anything. Well, you know what? you got to get with the times, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with uh, looking at some ice girls. Hell, in tr- this is how stupid the, the Leafs organization is, these guys. I can't believe I cheer for these idiots. So they have, they have ice girls, and then people in the audience complain. They're like, uh, where's the equal yeah. opportunity? Now they have ice boys. They have ice guys coming around with the ice girls, like, you know, and they do the same moves. Me and Oakley were at a Leaf game. We're like, are you kidding me? Like, we were just, we were sitting there going, what the hell is happening? Like, this is the politically correct society we in. Somebody actually complained because the ice girls are, like, good-looking girls or something. Oh, yeah, bring in the ice boys. That's The cool. LA, LA Rams have male cheerleaders. All right, we got a call here. Yeah. Ryan, uh, <laughs> Ryan, uh, Ryan in Toronto steps up. Ryan. What's up? What's up, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Our boy Hazer. Hey, what's up, Hazer? Hey, what's happening, Hazer? So what hey, do you hey, think so of Gritty? He kind of looks like you, actually. He's got that sort of crazy exactly drunk googly eye. Yeah, he's got <laughs> that googly eye, crazy drunk. 
I'm kind of, you know, I'm, you know, he's like, he's hung over. Yeah, you must love him, don't you? Finally a mascot for you. You know what he is? He, he's not a, like you were saying, he's a cross between you and these other people. He's an exact facsimile of the animal from Muppets. But you take the animal from Muppets, yes, and the guy yes. goes like, and, 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 and the guy goes like a jam band to her all summer. So he's listening to fish and shit. Yeah, he hasn't shaved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Right. It's like animal. You're right. It's like Animal went on tour with the Grateful Dead. And he's back now after like six months. It's like Animal, what happened to you? He can't talk anymore. He's all like, he, they, he took too much acid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good call. Okay. That's all I got, guys. I'm going to phone in later on in the week. God bless. That's a good call. Love you, Hainzer. Good, good job. Yeah, Hainzer. Now, see, Hainzer brings his A game. I bring Fast Talk and Mike on. He, he's got laryngitis, for God's sakes. For all you people that are listening right now that uh, call talk call. shows, that, that's, that's a sports talk show. show call. He called. He yep. made his point. He made his laugh. He got he hung up. Yeah, exactly. he didn't ask us, uh, should I pick up the third tight end and put him on my uh, my claim list? <laughs> You're killing me, man. That's great. That's not. I don't mind a fantasy calls. I'm just stating. Like, that's yeah, not, that, you know, that even, awesome. no, even for regular sports callers. No yeah, conversation. He called, Hainzer he made his it. point, he cracked a joke, he got out. Hainzer, the, that's the best phone call this network's ever taken. All right, we go. Uh, we got Julio in Chicago. What's up, Julio? You guys are making me laugh here in the car. About Where are we going here? Julio. Talk. Yeah, hey, yeah, what's, what, what's going on, Julio? There you yeah, are. Yeah, we got what's you, Julio. Going on, Julio? You hear me? Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. You guys have me laughing in the car as I enjoy my vape pen about mascots. Uh, <laughs> growing, growing up in Chicago, I, I'm a Sox fan, but I'd always watch – Expos games because I was a big Vlad Guerrero fan, and I always had a soft spot for Yuppie. And um, I, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad he's with the, the Canadians, but I agree. I think he'd he'd be more suited uh, outdoors. Like than, he's uh, ghetto, you know what I mean? Like Yuppie. Yeah, it's like the, it's like he just like Yuppie was the common man mascot. Like he just would fit like with, in a CFL stadium. You're right. Yeah, he's a low rent mascot. Yeah. Like he should be in an MLS. Like the Canadians. Like it's like. It's like he's staying at a rich relative's house that doesn't really want him there. Like, you know, we all know, and the Expos are coming back, Julio, and we all know the Canadians will be like, all right, UP, the Expos are back. You can get off our couch now. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's like the black sheep of the family. Here in Chicago, we have Benny Benny the Bull. And Benny the Bull growing up. Yeah, Benny the Bull growing up, he was a pudgy bull, and people could like them as Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen eviscerated their their teams on uh, home and away. But now Benny the Bull's more athletic and you know yeah, outgoing. I, yeah. I don't necessarily. Like I don't it, like it that, either. Yeah, did you did you see Julio? Did you ever see? Did you see the video? I'll post it on Twitter again, but it's um it's out there. Just do um, uh, Benny the Hawk on motorcycle. Or oh, Benny the Hawk, correct. a moped. For, is it Harry the not, Hawk or Benny? I think. It it, oh, sorry, sorry, Harry the Hawk. My bad. Harry, my yeah, Harry yeah, the yeah, Hawk, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's mascot names getting confused here. So, um, I know. <laughs> no, no, but he's not even going to a game. They're not playing. Like, the, dude, the mascot, the Hawk guy, is just riding around a moped, but looking suspicious on the side of a warehouse. And like this guy <laughs> in his car, he's like, man, he's like, look, there's the Hawk mascot. What the hell? He's like, let's follow him. And the Hawk mascots, like, cruising around, like, breaking all kinds of traffic laws and cutting in and out. Like, and it's, it's, it's just gold. It's one of the best. But, yeah, mascots are great. I'm glad you remember uh, UP. And UP, it is a fact, Julio. UP is the only mascot ever 
to get ejected from a Major League Baseball game. Oh, it's like terrific. It was, he was, he was yeah. like wearing a nightgown or something, and Tommy yeah. Lasorda just kicked him out of the <laughs> Oh, yeah, Lasorda went ballistic. Because, yeah, it was Lasorda a late game. It was like 15, 16-inning <laughs> game. It was like 1 in the morning. And that's classic. That's being a mascot. You put a nightgown on. Like, I'm tired, guys. And he was holding a pillow and stuff. And, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, and he felt sad. You, you, could, you felt sympathy for Yuppie for getting yes. kicked out and hate Tommy oh, yeah. Lasorda. But you, you guys take care. Enjoy your show. Hey, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Julio. Uh, thanks for the call, guy. Uh, yeah, well, that's, the yeah, pit- that's the thing. You, oh, yeah, you got to yeah. pick. You got to get out of here. I forgot. So give us what you got. Yeah, you got it, buddy. I got Deshaun Jackson over three and a half receptions in the game. We got O.J. Howard over 37 and a half. Two plays on the game tonight, Marenzi. I'm taking Pittsburgh plus the one and a half. Pittsburgh on the teaser to plus eight and a half over 47 and a half. And also straight up on the over, buddy. Good luck with your picks tonight, man. And I'll talk to you tomorrow, man. Let's make money. Always good, Cam. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, with us. We take a quick break. Uh, One of the best DFS players in the world, bar none, Drew Dinkmeyer, joins us next. 